You're listening to a High Voltage Radio Network podcast. Find more at HighVoltageRadio.com. Got a big episode planned, but for right now, here's some sauce. Oh! If I don't kill things right now, now I'm gonna... What's up? What's up? What's up? It's the conductor of the Condom and Opera. Coming hard. Just bars. I wonder how many rappers are stuck in my butt. I don't know behind a mic, but never get to do a live show. There ain't nobody I know. Connections are in my fork. Hey, I'm better settled on my own off in a right flow. Try me, but I don't think your kids will up and buy now. Cause I'm the freaking antithesis or their mind speech rhyming. I might be antisocial or afflicted by anxiety. So I'ma be the guy who see you siding while he rides the beat. I'm heading to death, but I beat in metronome. And I'm seeing folks, but they're all just like whatever though. Get it, bro. Give it a second roll, but you're never. Know that I'm stealing shows like Hotel Castillo sentence of the freshest folks. Oh, I'm kicking bitches where their nuts are. Ripping this rhythm, the bits and spitting it is just bars. I don't hustle on my trunk, I said fuck cars. That's in my Batmobile and I'm running over Pump's part. Yup, yup, yeah. I'm on a committee of these different offenses. My Gemini cricket is beating me senseless. Cause people are people regardless of friendsless. And these people could be with me much within this. I'm hung up on this plot point, it's leaving me. Seriously, how are people reaching streets so easily? They seem know. to be so deep in mystique. Like they don't need the heat when teamed up with a demon, sleeping seed and with machinery. A robot, ain't nobody know why. From the way I wrote this, poem, I'm a flow by. Cultured into toes, so mechanical and chrome. Bobbing, locking with the rhythm as I spit it, cause it goes hard. I'm all about my focus. What? Not too many know this. Making lots of music, but I'm not getting exposure. Every bar is carnage, but I'm killing it with ghost tips. I just really suck at networking with these folks, so I think I need a street team, but ain't no one believe me, actually they're asking if I'm about to be on TV, hey, playing on the radio over and over repeat, cause no one seems to know what it takes to open the scene, see, streets are in need of a fucking knuckle sandwich of ambush, cranking up the cans, doing damage to banish, fans are satiated cause I'm famished, I'm hungry as a motherfucker, brandishing my jams this, and I love my fans lists, all my likes and followers, all the mice and all the nerds who rock the site and all the words, Sauce, you better calm your nerves, they too many on your verse Off at that The awesome And the all I need in all the turd Word But I do wish a couple more would follow Cause if you come inside my walls It's hollow But I've exhausted every option I know And I'm still lost within this sauce bravado That's so unfounded How could I have found this loudness So empowering Dousing it's some brown shit I'm on the mouse dip I'll never leave your house If I come up from the underground And sound is allowed in But I'm not that guy who's crying Listen to my mixtape Yeah my shit's great But I ain't in this game to get paid I do appreciate all the listens When my hits play But let me say that I do realize My spin is way insane It's obvious that I is what I wanna be Caught between the honesty And all of an uncommon freak Calling me an oddity Is not about to start Startle me cause I'm about to pop open my pot coat So follow me, it's all a breeze And y'all can call me cheese Helped write that. <laughs> I know that's why. It's a true story. Got to cancel it. All oh, right, yeah. Autoplay. I shut the audio off. Yeah, anyway. sauce. Follow him. Hell yeah. Like him. Listen to subscribe. Sauce is amazing. Uh, trying to figure out what. what uh, I, I was uh, the other day. Uh, check check. the song. I was talking to someone about earlier. That Macklemore faggot. 
<laughs> I can't stand him, and I still can't stand his shit in the song because he's so monotone and whatever. But the fucking new song, uh, Downtown. It's it's fucking the chorus is catchy as hell. He's got like old school rappers like really, I'm, I'm a couple from the Sugar Hill Gang in there I think. The Sugar Hill Gang and it's real fucking like retro and shit. The only Macklemore uh, song I know is that uh, Thrift Shop, right? Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, that wasn't that great. Twenty twenty dollars in my pocket. Oh yeah. Oh, that. You know what else I'd like to see you guys do besides getting on like a song like that is uh, get a urinary tract infection. I think that would. <laughs> That would be cool. Oh, now I'm too loud. (laughs) We got some uh, iTunes reviews, too. Nice. We had the one the other other week by uh, Quadfather. Their show is Quadcast. The show is uh, constantly entertaining and yet unpredictable. So many topics, but fun and laughs bring you back every time. Great stories with lots of laughs and hilarious ideas. Then Game of Jewels, love the guys. Made me feel right at home. Keep up the good work. And then Ross Rucker. I don't know who that could be. But uh, with exhilarating action and a surprise amount of narrative, he- narrative heft, Robin Slim brings fun, unusual, in a good... Uh, just just rip it. Just keep... Yeah. There you go. You like that? No. <laughs> We sounded like we're on a turntable here or something. Sounds like I wasn't. No, I wasn't even. I wasn't even. Commodore (laughs) sixty (laughs) four. I wasn't even touching it. I was just turning the dial, and it's doing that. With exhilarating action and a surprise amount of narrative heft, Robin Slim brings fun, unusual in a good way, and satisfyingly sublime podcast roaring vigorously back to life. Oh my God, yeah! And that was (laughs) fucking awesome, Ross Rucker. And then we had a couple people uh, help us out on our fundraiser, so thank you. Thank you. And The Earth Collective, did you listen to it? I did not get a chance to, to listen to it. Check uh, it out, unfortunately, man. Unfortunately, I have... It's amazing. I, I'm going to have to. It's on my like list of things to do, uh, unfortunately. I'm yeah. Busy. But they're on uh, Facebook, The Earth Collective, and Twitter, at uh, TEC Story, and I have a... A preview for the next episode oh, right. gonna play. I, I did listen to the uh, first episode <clears throat> finally and it is really good like that guy's a great story yeah and it's one of those things that does suck you in so and you want it and even the first episode makes you want to know more about the world and more about like what's going on and yeah where i told him that headed. every episode leaves you wanting more well, uh, i clicked it right <laughs> let's see might take a minute what the fuck <laughs> Uh, I love technology. I love it. What the fucking shits? (laughs) (laughs) There it goes. Have you ever seen something that you can't explain? Something that shows that what you believe might not be true? That maybe the world isn't as simple as it looks. I saw the long line of cars. I know what they are. And now I'm worried I'm gonna die. Joseph out. He goes into, uh, I think in the last episode, people that, uh, what do they call them? The cast system? They're the, or the cast, and they're people whose vehicles, like, break down and they're, uh, they can't be repaired. <laughs> they're just fucked. They just wander, like, 
the countryside. <laughs> and then their cars are ravaged for parts and shit. And they, they hallucinate and they go crazy. But they all have the same hallucination. So he's trying to figure out what the fuck it is. <laughs> I guess in that <laughs> episode, cool. he sees it or something. Yeah, it's a really cool concept. Yeah. Mike, can you move your, your microphone a little closer? Oh, sure. Is that better? Yeah, uh, it still sounds a little low. I can't figure out like if you're on three or if you're on two. Talk now. I'm talking now. All right, that's Pete. All right, you're good. I got you all the way all up. Right. So. Pete! Yeah. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, the stomach cancer. <laughs> I'm going to say it's for stomach cancer. <laughs> yeah, we're, so we're raising money for stomach, stomach cancer. cancer. <laughs> right? doing a, 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 a bit in a little while. It's really yes. good. It's really good. You have to just sit there and wait. It'll be right after our next break. The entire oh, yeah. staff of Vivid Video is going to be Can on. we, like, give, like, a hint of, like, I can name some of the items it includes? There's yeah. some in that bag right there. There are some in that There's bag some right extras, there. some extra There's goodies. Some extra goodies. <laughs> Did, oh, yeah, I we have, have a coffee cup. There, there is yogurt involved. Yes. And cat litter. Yogurt. And cat litter. I hate yogurt. <laughs> ah, is there milk? There might be glitter. glitter. Especially I had I spent, I spent five minutes trying to pick out the perfect glitter. There's I was like, all perfect yeah, glitters. But yeah, I, just kind of figured, I bought two different glitters. Yeah. I just nice. Decide, yeah, there so. was no, yeah, there's no... Right or wrong answer. Oh, our Matt update, because everybody is fucking emailing me and messaging me on all sorts of social uh, networking, you know, where, where our intern Matt has, has been, and uh, I, I did get an update the other day, he, uh, he, he landed a spot on The Tonight Show. He did. <laughs> I actually saw And he photos. was fucking, uh, talk about his, he's dating uh, Taylor Swift now. He's dating Taylor Swift. I don't know how it happened. See, is that up there? I'm going on. I'm switching it to the. Uh... I don't know how he did this, dude. He's. Wow, let's. let's but just move this down. he didn't even mention us on Jimmy Fallon. I know. Like, what the well, fuck? It's cold, fuck, man. man. He looks really surprised. Yeah, that's what I mean. he looks a little confused. <laughs> like maybe yeah, that's, that's when like, Taylor Swift came on and they fell in love or something. I don't know. Looks like I, he was like roofied by Bill Cosby yeah. and just woke up in the Tonight <laughs> Show stage. Yeah. <laughs> At least fucking wear a Robert Slim shirt or something, dude. You don't have to like say anything <laughs> Give about us. Give him a shout out or something. He looks like scared shitless, and Jimmy just looks very happy. Jimmy it looks like he's and a, still. About to get <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon does look very still. Very molestable too. Yes. Love Jimmy Fallon. Indeed. Where's the other pictures? I thought there was other pictures that were sent to us. Uh, there are. There are a couple. Of yeah, here. him and Taylor Swift. Oh, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, look at that! Oh, I like. He didn't have. His, he didn't have his glasses on in the uh, the one with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah, no, like, he's, he's got to get that that he's nerdy look going feel. for. Uh, yeah, well, that's why she fell in love with him. for the glasses. So. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay, she's yeah. like, don't lose the glasses, baby. I've heard she's really into him because they've been writing similar songs because he got into, like, musician and they kind of write songs about, like, breakups and stuff, both of them. So she's like, yeah, I kind of, like, I kind of write the same songs as you. (laughs) (laughs) That might be why he he won't message me back. He's not giving us any shout-outs on the fucking Tonight Show. There was one other one, which I thought was great because I can't tell if he's, like, excited or trying to hug her or what. He's taller than her, right? He's going in for uh, the kill. I think he's almost like the same height. He might be a little taller. He looks like a sweet boy in that picture. <laughs> he yeah, was taking care of him, Taylor. All it's, right? It's hard to say if he's just kind of like, what the fuck? Why don't you give me your number? Or if he is like, you know, you're going to give me a hug? Like, I don't like know. staring off in the distance. I know. Like, why is she being <laughs> so rude? Probably just paying attention to the paparazzi. That's the all cunt. Yeah, she's even like, look at me. Him. Who's this like, douchebag? Yeah, right? She could at least like... Look his way. I don't know. It looks like she's made of wax or something. 
<laughs> I always thought she was made of wax. <laughs> Pretty sure she is. <laughs> How do I get my dicks out of out of a wax sculpture? <laughs> He's googling that right now. <laughs> wax sculpture. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Easiest way to fornicate with a wax sculpture. Uh. <laughs> It'd start to melt after a while. <laughs> you would think. Before or after? Like, would you have to get it, like, yeah, like first? I would, I would think you'd have to make your own Yeah, hole. you would kind of have to, like... But you'd have to lube it. it. You would, because wax is awfully hard. Because you couldn't get it soft and stick it yeah. in, because then when it hardened, you wouldn't... Yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah, get it out. Yeah, That's yeah. Just, it's never good. It's when you get the sawzall out. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I did go to that beer fest on Saturday. Brought the Slamborghini with me. Queer oh, fest. He got... He, he got close to being Slamborghini, but... Ah, you know, like, like, There was, like, a I little... I was gonna book you a uh, gig at a funeral home. That <laughs> would be amazing. Wow. Just knocking fucking caskets over. There was, like, a little bit of the Slamborghini that showed up, like, later on. There was this girl there was kind of trashy girl that we uh, knew from the past a while ago. She had, like, uh, scabby bites all over her. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, clearly probably on a lot of drugs or whatever. Well, she had this, like, oh, octopus... Gross. Tattoo, and I guess Pete was doing his uh, it was doing like his version of Chip Chipperson or something. Octopus. And she she walks by, and he just points at her, and he goes, "What is that? Like the Kraken or something?" And she just looks at him and keeps walking. And then, <laughs> and then because because I knew her name and Hollywood Christian Vogel the whole night was like, "Don't call her over, don't call her over." I was like, "Now's my time," and I go, "I yell, I yell her name," and Howard had her come up to us. Oh, she came over to you? Yeah, she came over. We had a little bit of a conversation. She was bugging me for a job. I was like, "I can't." Any ever, like, you know, like, lice or scabies jump on you? I, no. I, I dodged them when they did. They just jumped towards us. And I, I put I put Hollywood, I threw Hollywood Christian. Just right at her, right? He blocked them for Well, me. for somebody yeah, who was just... saying he didn't want anything to do it with her, as soon as I called her over, he actually came running right up. Oh. Yeah, see, he took, one, oh. <laughs> he took one for the team. And that's the story how they all got syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> we all got AIDS now. It was actually a really cool beer fest because, like, I've been to a lot of beer fests. And one of the things that, there's, like, a few things that are very different about this one of them is they actually gave us like actual glasses like i have the sample glass here Ooh, from like shooters cool. but like usually you get these little like plastic sample glasses so i was like this is fucking awesome and the other thing that was great about it is it was six hours along it was from one to Shit. seven i was fucking wasted man but uh every other beer fest i've been to they're losing like three hours four hours six hours that was rough um a lot of cool fucking different breweries there. Like every there, it was small because it was at the uh, the Manahawkin Lake, and there's not that much space there. But like all the breweries there were great. There was a food truck there that I know you were telling yeah. me about. Cajun the, uh, Jacks, some fantastic dude. food. Unfortunately, when I saw that when I was uh, at the uh, the trucker uh, uh the Tuckerton Food Fest. Uh, they were there, but they didn't have any alligator, unfortunately. No alligator. Yeah. Somebody one? was selling alligator there. I don't know if it was them, but yeah, there was a truck that I had alligator. It was a different barbecue it... truck. I've never had sure. alligator before. I have yet to try. It. It tastes like chicken. Oh, is like it like it's one of those things on your list of things you want to try? As oh, alligator? I absolutely would like to try it. Mm. Not a, that would not be a question. <laughs> but uh, there was this other guy there, uh, this brewery called uh, Down East Cider, and. Uh, I've had a lot of, like, the commercial apple ciders, like uh, Angry Orchard, and they all suck. They're all, like, really shitty. So I'm like, yeah, it's probably not going to be that good. Well, the guy pours it into my glass, and it's, like, a, a nice dark yellow, very foamy, and I tried it, and it was fucking great. I was talking to the guy, and, and it, he's like, yeah, you know, like, this isn't, like, the commercial, uh, 
apple ciders they pour like champagne in them and what? they're just they're like just shitty like this is like a real fucking apple cider and he had two different kinds he had like cran apple and then like his original and then he was telling me all the other they have like a honey lemon one and like that's all his brewery specializes in but it was it was fucking great like we went to that guy like four or five times <laughs> yeah. um yeah that was definitely like one of two apple ciders that i could drink what was the other? You've, the you've other one's angry. Like, I like Angry Orchard. I don't like Angry Orchard. Angry Orchard. Is, yeah, well, that's why I usually don't like them. Like all the. It's time to get swifty. Oh, oh. We gotta get swifty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Take off your pants and your panties. Shit on the floor. Time to get. <laughs> Robin Slim Show. Hey guys, I don't have any sound. I don't know. Oh. I checked on YouTube. I do have sound through my headphones, but the I didn't hear any show. of that. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's kind of, should be. All right, well. <clears throat> I don't know. The, bar, the bars are going up on the Ustream, so it's telling me that we have sound. See, when I talk, it goes up. Um, I could try loading. Get a good Snapple fact? I just... Dogs can make about can make about ten sounds while cats can make a hundred. Who gives a shit? Hooray! Useless information. What? How many sounds could Burning Baby make? One. I'm <laughs> burning. <laughs> We're really not controversial though, so I, I mean I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't but, uh... do stuff like that. Oh, at the beer fest too, there was this pretzel guy that was fucking awesome. We specializes in making like uh, pretzels for like hangovers, and he's actually in Freehold, New Jersey. And uh, he had like a cinnamon sugar one that was good, and then all, all his other ones are just really spicy. I, I love pretzels. Yeah, this guy was cool. He's called the the Hangover Pretzel Company. He told me I gave him a card, and he's like, you know, you guys give us a shout out, I'll send you some snapples. So snapples, here's it, some snap samples, <laughs> samples. Some snapples. 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 Of what? Pretzels? Are they going to be old by the yeah. time get here? Or is he bringing them? I, I, I want them fresh. Well, he's in Freehold. I don't think I... I don't think it would be too... Keep them sealed up, probably. He'll probably send them in, like, a sealed bag. Well, you can, you can wrap them shits up or freeze What does he them? sell them out of, like... They're not what, soft what pretzels. Fresh? Like that, uh, well, they're, oh, they're... Oh, they're like hard pretzels. Yeah, they're like hard pretzels. Oh, you don't want to stale fucking stale. turd of a pretzel. <laughs> yeah, no, he sells like bad, like you get the big bags, like they're big bags of pretzels. Well, tell him to stop being so such an asshole and make some fresh ones. I like a nice soft fucking hot pretzel. I actually look at the picture on his eye. His business card picture is pretty cool. It's a guy that's all like his eyes are all bloodshot and he's reaching for a looks like Pete. Order. It does it does look like Pete on any after a night. good Lamborghini yeah. night? Good washing off in the fucking tub. <laughs> A good spraying down with the hose. In about nine minutes. So stay tuned. <laughs> Did you meet anyone else good, Slim? No, there was probably a couple other people that I just don't remember because I got to a point. Christian was the first one. Hollywood Christian Vogel was the first one to hand out a card. And then I was like, I got to do this. To that <laughs> No, no, he didn't. He, uh, just somebody he was talking to. I don't remember who yeah, it was. Just, cool, yeah. Joel said it was, it was scabies. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> he cool. just, he picked her scabies off and ate them like a oh, fucking, like a monkey. <laughs> There was a there was a hot sauce company, uh, a local Ooh, local hot sauce hot guys sauce. there called Hank Sauce that uh, that had they had a really good one. I forget what it, it was like a garlic sauce or something they had that was delicious. I love me some hot but, sauce. 
Yeah, he could do a power hour of those them. soon too. He if should. they send us some of their shit, did they send us? They were sending shit. I would send, drink, they tell us they were sending shit. I would they drink didn't. The, pre the pretzel guy was the only <laughs> one. The pretzel guy was the only one who was oh, like, because I told these him, fags just want a shout out for their shitty hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, Fuck them. I will Rip that up. It was good hot Rip sauce. Rip that up. I'll be the judge of, it's, of how good the hot sauce is. I well, will, I will drink hot sauce. Here's bridges. the deal: they they have to send us hot sauce, or I'm going to buy some myself, and we're going to say how much it sucks. Yes, we're just going to give it really bad reviews, and then we're going to pour it all over Pete. <laughs> <laughs> spit in his eyes. <laughs> spit. Let him rub it on his. Anyone tail. else? Anyone else wants a free plug? <laughs> what do we got here? I don't. I don't got any more. Those. Are, those are it. Doctor Pat cards. Any? <laughs> yeah. Do you have Doctor Pat cards? Doctor Pat. <laughs> yeah, we're not controversial. We never pissed any guests off. We're there. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, we've never been threatened. Or, no. uh, we no. sen we censor ourselves. We yes, censor everything. We censor, very, very we censor all this out. You guys are never going to hear this <laughs> no. shit. Yeah. I make sure, you know, I spend like four or five hours making sure I get rid of every F word we ever say. I'm not Anything even wearing like... uh, clothes right now, but Slim censors them in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I need everything fucking free. He's got to go Ultra Commando. Yeah. Pete's actually getting a lap dance by a really hot stripper right now yeah. with big titties, and yeah. you just can't see yeah. it because I can't put that shit on the internet. So I thought it was an 80-year-old. I thought that was a fetish. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, she's got the big white but... mask on, you know. <laughs> she got varicose veins. Oh. China, Illinois, ever seen that show? With oh, I don't like that show. That's one show I there can't was, get into. There bro. was one episode that was funny. The dean goes to the strip club. That's just all eighty-year-old. Oh God, <laughs> I, I I used to like that show. When I had regular it television. Was, I just one I just can't get, man. And I was yeah. telling you guys about uh, Michael. Uh, Mike Tyson mysteries. That's yeah, hilarious. That show is great. Oh that my god. Got Rick and Morty. I Rick can't and get Morty off of. is fucking fantastic. I haven't seen I it yet, but get I down. really want to. Yeah, you it's... need to. I can't get down with that super jail shit, bro. Yeah, and that's man, still on, and it pisses me what's off. Super jail. Yeah. I, I never got into that. Like either. Mad Magazine on heroin and acid. Man. Yeah, it's... that's how I describe yeah, it's that. It's fucking retarded. Yeah, yeah I never liked super jail. Yeah, I don't even try. China, Illinois, I really don't like either. But that one episode. Yeah. Like it's Tyson like almost one. funny. Mike Tyson, oh, Mike Tyson mysteries, mysteries is like a is, whacked yeah. out like Scooby Doo with yeah, Mike Tyson. It's like Scooby Doo, but Mike Tyson. And, <laughs> and he's, he's got a ghost Asian, butler. He's got a ghost butler. A talking bird voiced yeah. by Norm Macdonald. Yep, and he's got an Asian daughter. <laughs> an adopted I mean, Chinese yeah, daughter. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and he Mike, solves. He tries the, to solve mysteries. The but, daughter's name is Young He. I didn't even pick up on that. Yo, I've only seen it like twice, but did you see the astronaut episode? No, I haven't oh. seen any of the new season. I saw oh. the whole first season. I, I'm Frank. getting caught up on Rick and Morty right now. Oh my god, that's great. We gotta set up for a bit, so I think we're gonna take a quick break. Yes! Here, and we will be back in uh, five, maybe ten. Hmm? Alright, we'll be back, guys. Yeah, we'll be back, and uh... You got music? You want me right to hit there. the Pandora? I'll just fucking hit something. Or you can hit Pandora if you got it up. Uh, no, I don't think oh. I can bring it up real quick. Hey, Alright, what's going on guys? We're coming back right now. As you can see, the camera is pointed at intern, executive intern Pizza uh, Belly. Oh, he's getting nice. He's yeah, getting ready that. to do That's, belly porn. That is the um, sexiest gut I've ever porn. seen. It's, it's, belly porn. it's just like belly it's, masturbation. It's like belly masturbation? With him, it would be belly porn. <laughs> but he's going to pour a lot of good stuff on his... Oh, it only leaves you a little hole? I want a nice... 
You should be able to pull off the little. little bit on, but you know. Yeah, you gotta cut that open there. Oh, a ball for relish too. He's got the. Uh, the oh yeah, I gotta cut those open, don't I? The Seven Up boxers on in there. <laughs> where I never figured out where Rob had gotten those Seven Up boxers. From Seven Up. From Seven Up. From Seven Up. Nice sponsor. Oh okay. Check check. I'm a little the, um, little little high here. I mean my voice is a little high. Pete, is there a mic in there with you? Yeah, there's a mic in there and it's on. Oh, uh, awesome. You you could he could hold the bow. Oh, no, he can't hold the mic because he's gonna be rubbing all over his stomach. Um, that and then what's next? All right, we're setting up here. We have we have uh, milk from uh, what's the date on that milk again? Uh, next week, I think. Next week. Seven twenty one. Seven twenty one. All right, it's August. No, it's not even August anymore. I'm sorry, it's September second. Yeah, July. yeah, that's from July. We got glitter and relish. <laughs> got glitter. We got relish. There's some yogurt in there, and of course uh, the baby the mayo, oil. So. He didn't want the mayo. Why not? Yeah. Oh, mm. Kenny, is that good? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, what about, uh... Alright, do we want it with or without the dead bug? I wish I could the mayonnaise. With, with, <laughs> with the, the dead, dead bug. bug. The dead bug. <laughs> dead bug. Um, like, why is that even a question? <laughs> and... Would you like a beer to pour on yourself? Ooh. Yeah. Alright, get him a beer. Moonshine, yeah, let's beer. pour the moon... <laughs> yeah, we should take some of the cherries from the moonshine, too, and he can dump those all over him. <laughs> I love whenever we do bits like this, it's just, we just pile on more and more stuff. Like, it literally, it literally starts out as like, oh, he's just going to put baby oil on it. I then want it's a like, litter, but I'm like, thinking afterwards, I'm like, wait, you don't want K-Litter in your shower. That yeah, yeah. That clog would clog or something. That, yeah, that probably would clog the uh, shower. He's got a, a, a he's Heineken. He's got a Mexico Heineken. A Mexico, Mexico City Heineken. All right. Fuck yeah. Ooh, look at that. Nice, nice. This is exciting. It don't get any better than that. <laughs> Get your fucking pesos worth from the Robert <laughs> Slim show. We're just waiting on the relish, and then we will start the music. Yeah. Oh, we got and music for this. Yeah. All right. All right. What other music? Could Remember, you have Pete, you gotta you gotta make this very sexy. Yes, he's a very sexy intern. Intern. Internal organs. It's also Rob. This is copyrighted. Robin Slim belly porn. <laughs> Belly masturbation. The, oh fuck! I gotta retake this. Uh, the original bit was he was going to rub his stomach up against somebody, uh, somebody else's, and then pour all the stuff while they were rubbing their bellies. But uh, we couldn't find any takers, so we will be willing to do this again if anybody wants to come over and and rub their rub their belly against Pete. Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, and uh, Taylor Swift, yeah, in turn, uh, executive producer Matt. Fury. <laughs> Fury. Oh, Fury. Ooh, we got the relish with the dead bug in there, too. There's a dead bug in the container with relish. <laughs> What's great is Mike finds his bowl in my kitchen and pulls it out. He's like, can I use this? I go, yeah, and comes back oh. in and goes, do you want it with the dead bug or not? And Rob and I both look at him and go, with the dead bug. I'm like, like, that's even a question. I know, that was pretty stupid. <laughs> I should right. know better than that. Let's see. All right, we're queuing up the music for this. Get ready. Folks at home, enjoy belly porn. Yeah, here you go. With this executive intern your, Pete. You're a viewing enjoyment. Yes. <laughs>
You gotta do a little truffle shuffle before you oh, get started. I gotta unmute. <laughs> That's what they all oh, let say. Let me hire his mic too, so we can still hear him. Should I lower the music a little bit? A little bit. I'll just play with it. That's good. There we go. All right, belly porn. All right, let's get this going. Oh, he's getting the boy. Oh, he's pouring the baby that. oil on oh, right now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get it shiny, bro. Shine it! Rub, rub that in there. Rub it in nice and slow. I got the pink grip on my stomach. Well, I hope you can grip. <laughs> Oh, what's up? Oh, now he's pouring the yogurt. We didn't even stir the yogurt, so it's all. Yeah, it's like jelly. Oh, make some make some moans with Chip P. Oh, wow. 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 I don't like this at all. Now the milk. No, no, you gotta do the glitter. The beer or the glitter? The glitter. The Now the yogurt has here. Here, take the. You used all the yogurt. Yeah, just. That's like. Yeah, there's hair in the mouth. Oh, glitter. Oh, he's covering himself. I'm a robot. He's silver glitter. I'm a robot. <laughs> robot. You gotta give him the gold glitter next time. Well, I fuck. think we're doing the gold glitter. Look at that. This is fucking horrendous. It's funny. It is pretty horrendous, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> that is the best. I think I want to live for the rest of my life. Alright. He's got a water. No, no, we, we need, we need the gold. No, nobody's calling. We have a call. Oh, yeah. It smells pretty bad. Yeah, it smells like... Hi, who's there? It's me. You look like his stomach is wrapped in foil. <laughs> yeah, Oh, we got sour milk now. He's pouring the sour milk on him. This is like a month old. Oh, God. Oh, oh no. They, tell him the baby you know they make Hershey's chocolate out of this. <laughs> Do they? Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, here he goes. Oh, this is fucking gross. I'm just gonna oh, stop that. Just opening that. Give him the gold glitter now to put All on right. top of the silver glitter. This is... He looks like he's wrapped in foil, man. It's hilarious. We're gonna we're gonna change it up though. Now we're giving him the gold who's glitter. The, who's yeah. on the phone, man? Oh. It's not Jules. Oh, okay. Hey, Jules. What do you think of my shiny, my shiny beer gut? Are you gonna tag in for that? Alright, I'll tell you. Yeah, this is pretty gross. I can't wait to watch this. We, oh, you, <laughs> you might need to start the porn music again. Uh, Alright, what's uh, that? There we go. Yep. The beer is a drink of the beer after all. Here's the beer. Oh, yeah. 
Alright, here. Oh, oh, it's Heineken. Right, it's yeah. gold glitter and Heineken. Okay, get in there. <laughs> Alright. Oh, wow. I learned how to close my nose. Alright. So I don't have to smell anything. It's time to drink the Heineken. Oh, you're gonna drink it. He's drinking it after he poured it. Oh, look at that. Oh, do we have anything else? Relish, right? Yes! Where's the relish? I was on the toilet. I thought he was eating. Oh, no, here it goes. Look, the I glitter's not even coming off. I know. <laughs> Dude, my shower is gonna be covered in glitter. Glitter is off. Alright, now he's got some relics. No, I'm keeping this. Alright, you need another chug after this. Alright, here comes some relish, guys. Yeah, none of it even got to me. There, no, it's on. Alright, here, I'll take that ball. You didn't get the bug on, though! Ah, get the bug in there! 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 Get the bug in I don't have enough fat for that. Oh, I, I used to about a month ago. I've been hitting the gym. <laughs> so my, my my fat is not as flubbery as it used to be. <laughs> Oh, is there anything else? Is that everything? Is everything going to be nice and soft now? That's what I thought. What happened to you? I put it away. Oh, uh, we got more? <laughs> oh man, I've been bringing it in. Oh, we got more milk. There we go. Just wash right, it all off with, with some more milk. I will hold the beer. Right, this is fucking disgusting. This isn't expired though, right? No, it's, it's no. much newer. It's expired. Okay. It's much newer. It's uh, less expired. Oh. Than the other one. oh. oh. oh All righty. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can taste it, alright? I can taste this gentleman. Alright. I'll take that. Here you go. I'm gonna chunk this beer, and then uh, I'm gonna take a shower. Alright. Alright. No, you can't watch that. Amazing. Alright, well, let's get the camera out. Alright. I think on that note, we're gonna go to break because we gotta do a bit cleanup. So we'll be back. This is belly cord, not corn. Oh, that was horrible. That's amazing. Oh, it smells so bad. Dude. Are we on? Oh. Yeah. Oh wow. I had turned my shit way up, I think. Or was that when you were adjusting? Oh, one of these mics uh, is way too high, so me. What uh? Is it recording? Yeah, because now I can't hear it. It was like super loud and. Whew. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! That was oh, hilarious. That, that was amazing. Pete's oh. the best. Pete, Pete never lets us down. No, he always delivers. That kid. Yep. He was a little like. In the morning when I was talking to him about it, he was like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> and he did he did uh, say, like, I just don't want my face showing. And we were oh. like, all right, that's that's fine. Everybody knows he has seen his face anyway. Yep. So. Exactly. That's what you were saying. We should put up a video, like, we'll... T <laughs>
put a video of him talking. You should have like the pictures of the guests. You should have had his face. <laughs> I can still do that uh, when I edit. That would be cool. fucking oh, hilarious. Man. <laughs> He'd be so mad. Get a picture of him smiling. Yeah. Right. With a thumbs up. Oh, I got I got a ton of good pictures from that too. I, I like that when I was watching the camera and you see the flashes going off and Ooh, stuff. It was like a real like photo shoot. Yeah, was there. It was fucking Fuck. awesome. That's fucking Matt, sexy. Matt, Matt was down with his uh, his uh, fucking his Matt was slow entourage. <laughs> with fucking yeah, Taylor Swift right by there. He was at the club. It was going on in. That's right. Raw, that was just a genius that uh, you came up with. That just amazing. Um, Actually, Christian Vogel. Well, oh, yeah, no, I had the idea. Well, right? you had the idea from a cartoon, I think, yeah. Uncle Grandpa, where you wanted to originally do belly bros. Yeah. And you were just going to have, like, Pete rub his stomach with, like, Christian or Against, something. Yeah, but, but then, yeah, he had the idea, I think, of pouring the stuff, or did we together? I, I don't know. But <laughs> any way you cut it, yeah. it's fucking classic. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Uncle Grandpa. Uh, that will go down in history. Podcast history. Oh, I might need a shot for this one, too. Jewel said LMAO. Let's see. Uh, Let me get my... Check my messages. What is going on in the world of Twitter? Alarms are set. Is your alarm off? Oh my god, it smells so fucking bad in there, bro. Just the cap, like I said, from the... Yeah, just the cap the from the... No, I know, I know oh. exactly how bad that shit smells. Fuck. And, you know, dealing with what I deal with on a daily basis yeah. for my regular job, I've learned how to fucking keep from smelling certain things. But... I was telling you, too, like, butter... I was saying before, buttermilk, just even fresh. Yeah. Even, like, yeah. not expired, just stinks so badly. Oh, that was fucking hilarious. What, uh... What news stories did we have? There were some funny ones. Oh, I don't even think I'm on uh, just a couple to talk about real quick. Bring up that that group. Or were we going to talk about... There's that Justin Bieber lookalike. That oh, died. that died. Yeah, we did a story on him like years ago. Uh, back when we were the RBJ show. Yeah. It was, he was getting surgery to uh, look like Justin Bieber. Really? Yeah. Why was, would anyone look like uh, Justin Bieber? I mean, and it was a lot of money. It was like twenty thousand. Uh, Holy something shit! That, yeah, like, something stupid, ridiculous. And he's stuck at singing. We played his video, his music video. It's it sucked, and yeah, he came up dead. Oh, not surprising. Oh, uh, yeah, there was a whole group of them. Like they they did a music video with the plastic shirt. Uh, the plastic surgery doctor was in the music video with like this Justin what? Bieber lookalike what was it, it was a Jennifer Lawrence lookalike uh, there was and a lot I, of them right? I forget what the it was three of them it was Jennifer Lawrence lookalike it was the Justin Bieber lookalike and somebody else but it's like a whole like subculture I guess that Jesus spend Christ. all this money to get plastic surgery to look like their uh, favorite celebrities and it's terrible like they yeah. look nothing like them and, uh, like that jerk off that was getting surgery to look like the Red Skull. Remember that? Oh my oh, god, yeah, that was he terrible was fucking too. Horrible. And he that got guy, there he is. Yeah, there he is. By Boshed Star and Justin Bieber look alike. Tobias, why is he a star? Found found Toby's. 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 I so, to, Tobias. I think that's Tobias. how you say that. Yeah. 
Oh, I was wrong. Oh, wow. yeah, hundred oh, grand. Yeah, it looks like Justin Bieber to not even look like him at all. <laughs> no, right? no, he doesn't look like. Get that fucking seven dollar oh, haircut, and you can be him. Supercuts. Yeah. Oh fuck. What was he uh, found dead in a Motel Six? Belly rape to death. <laughs> I was telling Rob, I hope it's like a conspiracy. He was 35? Oh, yeah. He was fucking 35? 35. What a sad, sad life. Uh -huh. And I like the sound of plastic bags crinkling in my ears. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, uh, trying to get the sound levels for some reason. Anytime I hit the fundraiser. knobs, I get a, get so a better soundboard. But this motherfucker was 35. 35. I mean, yeah. seriously? Yeah, yeah right? Well, how old, yeah, where's your priorities, like... What are you doing? I hope dude? it's like a big murder mystery where there's like a serial killer going around killing like plastics of like the fucking celebrity lookalikes. I think Slim brought it up cool. last time. Now like hilarious. you don't have your own identity at all. Yeah. Like, you gotta yeah. you gotta fucking leech off of someone else's. What? Yeah, I mean, seriously. like you're not happy with yourself, obviously. Like, that's of course. Bullshit. Like it's just if you're if shitty. you are doing something like that, you obviously have some sort of self-esteem issue and yeah. like. What did your parents do to you? Use that hundred grand you were going to use to fucking look like Justin Bieber and spend it on therapy and you'll be much better off. And why Justin Seriously. Bieber? Like, he's the most hated celebrity out there. Like, nobody likes Justin yeah. Bieber. Right? <laughs> Unless you're like a 14-year-old uh, girl. And I'm I do pretty like... sure those, those, that demographic is getting sick of him already. Yeah. <laughs> yup. Should have did like Arnold. He could have got like fucking took steroids. And yeah. <laughs> like... I mean, Jesus Christ, anybody would have been better than Justin Bieber. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. I'm just going to make sure the phone lines are working. And. Got nothing. I'm not. It's not even ringing yet on my phone. It's yeah, time to get swifty. Uh oh. Piece of shit. What, what was it? The name of it. Erectile dysfunction or. For what? No. Oh, um. No. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> no filter. Paul presents Opie and Anthony. Oh right. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, this, Seven years this, ago. Dysfunctional podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh you mean you called. mean a uh, prolapsed colon Paul? Prolapsed colon Paul. Fucking too fat for the same camera. Well, whatever the fuck you're gonna call the show. For anyone who doesn't know, before our summer break, we had this dude on. And he was a fucking horrible guest. He said, well, whenever you want me to leave, I'll leave. You know, we, we booked him for like the first hour of the show to do an interview. Which we usually give live guests an hour. Right. And uh, uh, Lady Trucker called. And uh, he was just really harsh on her. And you know, yeah, you could say you could say whatever you want. You could say whatever you want. And he, uh, and he did. But he was just way too overboard. And then when it, it started for the guests, I'm like, look, you know, I, I think some of the guests are uneasy. You know, it's a little much. And he's like, and he got all angry, though. He got all angry. Did, oh, who's yeah, saying that? Who's saying that? I want to know. Uh, I'll be fine. And then someone's drunk and just trying or whatever. Yeah, I was, was being like, nice. And I didn't, well, this is like, what happened yeah. here is like, I decided to start drinking early on in this episode, <laughs> which is always a mistake because my awareness just goes out the window when I'm drunk. So I didn't have a read on the room at all. I thought we were all having <clears> fun. I thought we were enjoying it, but I wasn't really paying attention. So I didn't realize, so I didn't even for some reason, didn't even pick up that Rob was trying to kick him out, or Paul even picked up that Rob was trying to kick him out. I didn't get it. I was, I was like, walking oh, out of the house like you know, half the time. I was... Yeah. Um, so, well, oh. anyway, so, like, after the show, I actually thought it went great, and I gave Paul my number and everything like that, and I was like, we'll do another oh, show. And, and, was and your, I was, we were to... taking the summer off, and, yeah, my kids were coming up, and he acts like he's, uh, 
He's a real humanitarian. I, I offer to, to come in the show while Rob is taking care of his family. First of all, you try bullying your way in, just like you bullied your way to stay that day. And you're telling me I would have came back and you would have just said left? No, no, you wouldn't have, dude. Yeah. So whatever. So so anyway, but so I'm walking, I go to the bar, you know, I sober up and I come back and I get a phone call from Rob and he's like, dude, that show was fucking shit. And at first I kind of like, we argued a little bit. I was like, no, it's a good show. And I finally got to the point where I convinced Rob, like, look, I'm going to put it up. And he's like, fine, you know, do what you want to do. I spent three days editing his show and it just, it pissed me off. Like when I actually heard all the things he was saying, he was a dick. He was, it was nonstop. nonstop. Ball and it's not even like he, yeah, a little jab here and there. It was like, just he was insulting everyone. He was insulting Pete. Harsh he insulted shit. as soon as oh, our buddy yeah. Matt came in, he was insulting Matt. He was insulting every single one of Matt our was callers. Even like two or three minutes, maybe. Yeah. And whatever, you know, we, we joke and make wow. fun of him. I, I love Matt. I'm kind of glad I wasn't here for that. Oh right. my God, bro. And like, uh, I guess going all over the place with this, one of my buddies who used to work for Opie and Anthony, that um, I messaged about it, he said he wished he had known that we were having him on. He would have told us, absolutely not. When he worked for Opie and Anthony and this fucker was there, he said he, worked, he dealt with him once, and that was the last time he would never mm. even look at him or talk to him again. I mean, uh, and, and you know, and, and I did text, I texted him and I told him because I didn't really want any problems and I would just kind of wanted to wipe it under the rug and whatever, be, be done with yeah, it. Just, yeah, so exactly. I, happened months ago. I had told him, and this wasn't a lie because, first of all, I was drunk on that show. I didn't, I don't like the way I get when I'm drunk. So I thought it was unlistenable, not just because of Paul, but because of the other shit that was going on, because mm. the energy was off in the room, the chemistry was off in the room. And I had told him when I texted him, I was like, look, because he kept asking me, when you're going to put it up, when you're going to put it up. And I didn't get oh, back yeah. to him right away because I, I was still working on it and still debating whether I wanted to put this fucking thing on. But there were things like when I was editing it, Pete would walk into the living room and he'd be like, oh, you know, I, I don't want that going on the air. Can you cut this, this part out? Like he said something about somebody. Yeah. So it, it got to the point where the show was just so choppy because of all the shit I had to cut out. I was like, whatever. So I told Paul, um, I was like, hey. He to every guest. He every was. fucking guest. But so I told Paul in the text messages, I was like, look, I didn't like the way I was when I was drunk. I didn't like how the show went. I thought it was bad. It's our last show before the summer. So I I just deleted it and that was it and and, the, and he replies like oh well what about you know next week and i'm like no i'm just gonna you know i want to relax because the summer off and that was true too like it's it, we did it for like a year straight i wanted you know to have a couple of weeks off from get the your show. fucking mind yeah so, take a break man There's yeah. no reason to burn ourselves out i'm not making any money yet like just why yeah. like we're gonna yeah. take a summer and off. it was well worth it, that break like i think we came back very strong you know yeah. like that you know we needed a little bit of a break yeah um and he replies to that message, and he just goes, oh, guess I fucked up. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm just not going to deal with it. Like, all right, you're just being whiny or whatever. And so then he then, starts his own fucking show. Yeah. And, then and we'll uh, I have this clip. If you could hear it, because it's so What are you low. holding, lady trucker? Oh, Paul's that, too. Uh, What's that? He, when we... When we called, when Lady Trucker called us, oh, I think we asked, "What are you, oh. what are you hauling?" Oh, that's and he hot. Gave a, <laughs> yeah, he gave a shit about that, oh, but he, <laughs> but he does it on his show. And then she doesn't even acknowledge. Wow. Well, I don't know if she didn't. What hear a him. fucking scumbag. Yeah, dude. So what are you holding, Lady Trucker? Ugh. Oh, uh, hey, no. How many podcasts have you got? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Lady Trucker is the best. Number seven. He's a seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're getting we're getting we're getting started. We're not lucky no, seven. Experts on this by any fucking. Open your anthony. I'm on open anthony. Look at my open anthony fucking posters. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I talked over that guy. Give it a go. See how we can get on. We've already got more listeners than those fucking douchebags, Robin Slim. Wow. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, she didn't those hear it. Yeah, those faggots, he then says, and then she just keeps going with yeah. what she's saying. You know? Yeah, so I don't think she heard him thing. because the audio is uh, fucking terrible. And so then but, I, you know, first of all, somebody messaged me that. Somebody emailed me that. He acts like I was listening to a show. I was seeking him out. No, yeah, stupid. No, no stupid. Somebody I didn't even know he had a show. Didn't even know he had a show. Somebody sent it to me and said, "What minute he talked about us?" And so then, uh, I was gonna wait. I was gonna wait. Oh, and I was gonna wait, but then Jules just posted on his thing because. It's like fucking elementary school. Oh, those faggots, those douchebags. Uh, uh, Opie and Anthony. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, she put on there. You're you're the douchebags. Fuck you, fags. And so then he got real shitty with her. He got real shitty with Jules and uh, called her a fat hoe. And so then she said, "Well, look at you, look at you, and look at your wife." And then I just started going off. I just started fucking letting him have it. I think I, that's when I said, you know, your show should be too fat for the same camera. I tell you to kill yourself, but you're doing it to yourself, like. Jesus fucking Christ, and you, where are you now? You could be calling right now, you fat fucking limey. So, uh, <laughs> so then he comes back and, oh, I, I, I did, I'm not insulting you guys, I love your show, I had a great time, but I was promised more, uh, I was promised more, uh, what was it, ex, uh, uh, fucking, visit, uh, uh, I don't know, more, fucking, whatever, yeah, more appearances, 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 so, oh, your butt hurt, your butt hurt, yeah. I didn't know you guys censored, fucking not putting a show up because it was a fucking, Tragic fucking yeah. disaster. And our last it's not show. the same as fucking editing it or yeah. censoring it, you fucked And hard. it was the last fucking show before the summer. We're not going out on that. And then he's no. like, oh, strong words. Well, yeah, you had some strong words too with fucking Jules right off the bat, you fucking bag of shit. And then what else did I say? There's plenty of shit. There's plenty of back and forths. If anybody can find this shitty show anywhere with 30 fucking followers, that's what it was. That was what he's saying there. Uh, I got, got a bigger audience. I said, how, dude? You got seven subs on fucking YouTube. You got 55 friends on Facebook, like on your page, and 30 followers on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, but we have thousands of listeners on podcast sites. Well, show me, I think I said, show me some stats. Show me a screenshot of some stats, dude. Show it. Didn't say nothing. And then, oh, I get better guessing them. Oh, that's what I started ripping on. Everything on his Twitter is, hey, uh, Johnny Knoxville, hey, who, Ben Margera, hey, hey, Celine Dion, well, fancy calling my show? I'm one of yeah. your biggest fans, I'm one of your uh, biggest fans. Yeah, hey, John Valby, wanna do a new ditty on me show? Hey, hey, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I called him out on that, and then he goes, well, I don't get 99% of my fucking guests from Radio Guest List. And I said, I don't do that anymore. Uh, I can't tell you how long I've just been going off We Twitter. told him we were and banned yeah. from there. And so I like, said, yeah. I, we've gotten some great guests on there. Yeah, yeah some shitty ones too. And, and uh, that's when he goes, oh, you've heard of all the people I'm tweeting to. Yeah, but none of those fuckers have, none of those A-list celebrities have liked it or fa favorited yeah. whatever the fuck or retweeted. It, and there's some great people out there that you haven't heard of. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking too. And who cares? Like, you're a fucking coward then. You're saying all you want is people that people heard of. Like, and you're who's not the out of the show? Lady Trucker, Mike Pachetti, same people we've talked to, dude. Yeah. And I said that too. I said, we have had some great people. We yeah. have had Mike Pachetti and Bob Levy and Stuttering John. But just the fact too, like, we're willing to give exposure to these guys and these people who have, like, you know, only 15 followers on Twitter or whatever may not be we well known. We never thousands They're of listeners great. and blah, 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 blah. We have who we have and I appreciate every one of them and I'd yeah. rather have them than you any fucking day. Absolutely. And, and it's our fucking show, stupid. It's not your fucking place to come in here and say what the fuck you want to who you want. They're our fucking guests. We get to do, we get to make that call. Sorry, you're a horrible guest. You're a horrible bag of shit. Nice fucking, uh, what is it? 
What do you have going on for him? The fucking eye fat pockets. <laughs> Fuck you. And fucking too, because he goes, what did he say to you? Oh, uh, oh, you could, you were too afraid to put on the oh, best show we've ever done. The best oh, show yeah, you've ever you done. Really... And then, what was the other one? I just lost it. I just lost it. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it was. Um, oh, yeah, I said, sorry, that gem won't go out there. And then, and then I said, yeah, because he mentioned something about, oh, they could have called me. And, uh... I said, yeah, you could have called us, too, if you were that scorned and you needed closure so badly, dude. If you were that butt hurt, you had your feelings hurt over no more appearances, you could have called us and tried working shit out. Yeah. Instead of just being like, fuck these douchebags faggots, why, why couldn't you call up and be like, look, I don't know, you know, can you guys please explain to me, like, what happened? Uh, uh, was I a dick, or was there just, yeah. what, are you guys telling the truth? Like, oh. we probably would have maybe been honest with him and be like, look, you were Talk pretty out, shitty, whatever. that's it. Like, And then but, uh, his you know. wife the next morning got shitty with Jules. In capitals, I dare you to say that to my face, and blah, blah. So Jules was like, I would. I would. Then let's <laughs> yeah. meet up. And then she said something like, oh, you don't understand my husband. He he just runs his mouth. He doesn't think. Well, yeah, that's going to get you in uh, fucking some serious right. trouble. Well, yeah. you're probably pussy, and you probably only mouth off to certain people and no one to shut the fuck up and pussy out. Or... You're gonna get you. Uh, you're gonna get in some major trouble. Didn't you say somewhere. too that like um, on his show he was nicer to Lady? He Trucker was nicer than... to Lady Trucker. Yeah, you were like, fuck that fat bitch. Yeah. Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony. But um, <laughs> then oh, love you, Pete. It's time to get shrinky. Oh, is that him? Oh, oh. Robinson show. Hey guys. What's going on, Jules? Just me again. <laughs> um. Those comments, I just want to say one thing. It would have, it may have hurt me, may have got me butt hurt if it came from somebody I gave a shit about. <laughs> but coming from a low life degenerate like that, I really don't give a fuck. I love the one comment and too. And the comments oh, that I said about his wife, I almost kind of take back because I feel sorry for her that she has to live the rest of her life living with that piece of shit. That's exactly what it is. I feel sorry for her. But Oh, you sent to the best show you ever did. Open up open up well, Fuck. that's what his, his the description of his show is like regulars from the Opie and Anthony show, and, and then like he starts with a clip like, of uh, Opie and Anthony. I don't know what it was. I just went off the minute I heard that. It was his, just like, oh fuck. His that. audio solo. I had to turn my volume all the fuck way up and put headphones that. on. If you want to call somebody douchebags or mm. fags, you know the number. You were yeah. on the show. You yep. know what time it airs, and you know I don't the, have the number. Oh, that was Slim. Slim, you sent her a fucking number. What the fuck? Open it up, Open it up, That's what he's going to say now. He's gonna, I would have called, but you got the number up. And he said that I was must have been listening to the show oh, yeah, live you found in him. order to get that feed. Yeah. Fuck that. That's why I said no. If Fuck you need it spelled out for you, if stupid. If I was listening to that show live, I would have called it live. We didn't even know. Nobody knew he had a fucking show. Really? motherfucker I really thought he was. One of my buddies said, it's unlistenable. I couldn't listen two minutes. They're douche lords. <laughs> That was a direct <laughs> quote. And then one of my other buddies said, you would have to sit here for hours and try to convince me he's not retarded. Like, I, <laughs> right. I, I really think that's a retard. What what I he, think is funny. He, he is mildly retarded. I think so. He's an ill-mattered retard. Shut up at the mouth. He can't. He looks like he one can't. of those, the pig or uh, Humpty Dumpty from, uh, not Humpty Dumpty, uh, huh? 
Who's the other fucks? Uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum from The oh. Wolf Among Us. And I'm sorry you don't play video games. Why do you want to play video games? Open it up to me. Open it up to me. I called him a fat motherfucker <laughs> first, and I stand by my word. I don't give a oh, fuck. Oh, but he's working on that. His wife said he's working on that. How? You look fatter That's than when I'm you were on a show about. months ago, you <laughs> fat fucking cunts. Oh, and then, yeah, she's... And they she's were telling me, come say to my face, I said, well, you should have aired this shit. Two weeks ago, I would have came to your face. I would have gotten a little focus I fucking rented, <laughs> and I would have drove to your what? house just to tell you what a piece of shit I really fucking She tried making it seem like we didn't understand shock. We didn't understand oh, shock. Yeah. And then that's why I'm like, oh, you don't either because you were all pissed. Say it to my face in caps. You know, you got all pissed too. So we're all retards here. And insulting, we're all retards. insulting wow. people isn't shock. Just coming over and just being a dick being when a you're in somebody else's is, house yeah. is not you shocking. It's shock. being a dick. You don't <laughs> fucking shit where you eat. Nice and when you have a guest on, you treat him with respect. Said you're going to someone's house with respect. Yep. You don't shit where you eat. I'm sure he wasn't okay. that shitty to Mike Pachetti on his own show, as well as he wasn't a lady trucker, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He's a pleasant he little fancy man. He would treat dance. God like shit if God came on his show. He would treat <laughs> any fucking body like shit because he doesn't know how to act. He doesn't know how to fucking speak to someone. He only knows he opening know how to interview anyone. He's a piece of shit. That's what he is. And fucking sweet eye fat pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, like though that there were other people that were commenting on his uh, oh. his YouTube video and they but all got deleted. Find, yeah, we couldn't find the one guy said, so, "Yeah, it sounds like Helen Keller is running your soundboard off of Commodore 64. You're the reading rainbow." To say, call the fucking number right now. Yep. We're yeah. here right well, now. Well, I love I love that. Like you're gonna sit here and talk all that shit. The second people come after you, you can't handle it. You gotta delete it. Yeah, like, like, shut that's... down. Shut the fuck you're down. Shut down. Shut the fuck down. That's right. Whatever, you shut dude. down. You, you got the plug you wanted, right? For your uh, fat ass fuck presents Opie and Anthony hour. Yeah. Good luck with yeah, that. Two people. You Opie should be thanking us. You got thousands of listeners. <laughs> they threw you out on your yeah, ear. They, they threw don't you out, asshole. No more. And your whole show is about Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony. They don't want nothing to do with you. There's no. Nothing. Neither do we. <laughs> Was one of the he broke one of the rules of podcast. Two of them. Two, Two of them. them. I heard. <laughs> and who the fuck is Opie and Anthony anymore? It's over. They're, it's yeah. done with. I love them. I have a big fan. Name for yourself. I'm a big fan. I still like guys. Why don't you make a name for yourself? Do your that's, you that's riding coattails. You have no quality because you're nothing. Nobody wants to watch you. Nobody. Oh well. Oh well. Not everything works out the way you want it in life, right, folks? Lesson learned. Got it out. I still want to hear. I still want to hear the rules he broke. <laughs> the oh, what are rules. the rules? Do I have them open? There's uh, three there podcasting are no rules. There are no rules in shock. There are no fucking rules. <laughs> the three rules and of no podcasting. One is protected. I think no Pete could uh, <laughs> jump in on this too when he sits down. Rule number uh, one: Just because you have a podcast doesn't mean you should. <laughs> I like that. So he broke that one. Any Rule retard can have them. I would never have a podcast. I don't know anything about it. Rule this number two. Fucking if you do a podcast about podcasting. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know it. What's that? Not for everyone. Right. Rule number two. If you do a podcast about podcasting or another show, you are fit to play in traffic. 
says what he's doing. He's doing he a podcast about too. Opie and Anthony. Like, <laughs> fuck that fat line. Well, what was your? Bitch. Did you have a problem you, with you him? Said, like uh, <laughs> something if you if it happened to you outside of here, you know you. <laughs> yeah. Well, what two way? He was apologizing yeah. what profusely to yeah. you every break. So if he was such a in the right yeah. and just a jovial little fuck face. He would, what would you apologize Dude, for? Dude, if he had said half those things to me in public, I, he would have gotten a beatdown. Like, right? That's what I'm saying. Fuck that guy. Well, you told me exactly the other day it's a pounding in the He's ass. nasty and vile. Yeah. nasty, vile person. No, nasty and vile. That's all I got to say about <laughs> it. I can't stand him. Uh, the minute yeah. he walked on that show and I watched it, I, I, I was disgusted. <laughs> At the end of the show, Rob and I spoke. I was like, that was the shittiest shit. I ever seen. She didn't think I agreed because we hadn't spoken yet, and I was like, I was fucking pissed. No, I I really didn't know what she thought of it, but I was going to put my opinion in. My mm. opinion was, is you don't treat people like that. And you had said too, you don't want to lose the followers you have, and that was who he was insulting. Exactly. He insulted all of our friends exactly. and and, and no, they're not fucking big, huge people, but they're people. That's yeah. all it's we people got. who make you huge. It's not fucking. And even, and, Huge people don't make you big. Nope. And, and Rob and <laughs> it I doesn't have, work that way. <laughs> Rob and I have talked, like, even if we ever got big, we would still talk to to these people. That yes. Way. You're damn fucking straight because you didn't get big on your own. It's people who made yeah. you who the fuck you were. Jules, Jules we're going to take a break real quick. I'm sorry to cut you off. but uh, All right, guys. Go was, take was your break. Was that 30 minutes of fucking yeah. amazing? Wow. You're the best when you're angry, by the way. Open it, Anthony! I'll see you, Anthony. Bye, guys. <laughs> see you, Jules. Thanks for calling, doll. All right, I gotta get the number back on the screen. Censored <laughs> <laughs> the number. All right, guys, we'll be back. Oh, no problem, brother. Lex, how you doing, brother? Hey, you okay? How's uh, how's things? Good, good. <laughs> we just had a little feud going on with another show, and we just we just covered that. <laughs> Oh, nice one. Are you are you uh, are you on top? Are you winning? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, you absolutely. have the upper hand. Yeah. You should see the other party. <laughs> yeah. No, you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a you nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're are you are you a wrestler, Alex, or are you still training to be? I'm uh, I'm still training to be a wrestler. I'm uh, about <clears throat> two thirds of the way through my training. Okay. How long does that take? Uh. It, it's it's entirely dependent on on the individual, but around about give or take, no, around about twelve to um, fifteen months, give or take. It just depends on the person. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty extensive. It's um, it, you know there's a lot of places where you can train and and uh, you know it it, it it you know you could be done and dusted within like six months and be doing shows but the vast majority of places that have credibility you know they won't spit you out so soon uh, so yeah a nice long time to do to get trained to to get get yourself in, out in that um out in that ring and onto shows but it's it's worth it yeah there's a reason behind it you know have you ever been injured uh doing it yeah, um, nothing, touch wood, nothing too serious. I've had um, a couple of bruised ribs, um, a slight tear in my right hamstring, um, and then just odd uh, uh, bruises from the bumps and, and falls that we've 
with talking in training. So, mm. so it's for nothing too serious. The stuff that has just kept me out of the ring for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it has its risks. How uh, how did you start, and uh, what made you want to start? Uh. Well, not kind of like my story to how I started. Um, how I started wrestling's kind of. It's kind of different to, to the majority of people. I mean, it's kind of cliche for a lot of pro wrestlers that, you know, they started off as as fans and, uh, you know, it's just something that, that you know, I've always wanted to do and, and you know, that cliche is very true. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's like, um, you know, like, and this, I, I'm 20, I'm 27 uh, right now, so I'm starting to I'm starting wrestling a little bit less than most people. A little later. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's, fair, it's not too bad. I mean, you know, mm. twenty eight. You know, could start earlier, but it, you know, it's not too late. I mean, yeah. There's people that start like in the early thirties, but you know, twenty eight is not too bad. Um, but initially, when you know, I initially started my uh, my training when, when I was like, um, I think I was around about nineteen or twenty, hmm. believe it or not. And the first ever day that I turned up to training, uh, I turned up with one of my friends who was a pro wrestler, um, and on the first day we turned up, and as soon as I walked in, this. The guy who was like the head trainer um, of the school was like, you know, have you got any wrestling get, kit? And I was like, no, I would have any wrestling kit, man. I'm like, I've never wrestled. This is like my first ever day to train, so why would I have any wrestling kit? It was like, boom, great, great, great. Well, um, yeah, you're in the Royal Rumble at the next show. I was like, wow. Wow. And he was like, um, yeah, the Royal Rumble's like uh, th- this coming Friday, so like less than a week away wow wow <laughs> i was like okay Jeez. so uh it came to that show i did the royal rumble i got my ass kicked out of the royal rumble fairly quickly i never knew how to take a rope or, or go over the ropes but i got <clears> chucked over whether i liked it or not and, and then that was it i was eliminated like done and wow. dusted and i was like right cool um so I carried on training with him for maybe three or four months, and I had a couple of matches on a couple of shows. But I was, like I said, you know, undertrained. Uh, didn't really know what I was doing. Didn't understand the psychology of of of, uh, of a wrestling match and what I should be doing. And yeah. I got hurt pretty bad. I got hurt like twice over. Um, uh, on two separate occasions, and the first time I dropped a back by taking uh, a bump completely wrong. So like it was just a basic back, but mostly bumps you, you're in your back, and, and yeah, I, I kind of like landed on my ass. So <laughs> that jarred on my spine. I was like, well, wow, man, my ass is just like taking punishment here. Um, <laughs> So that was the first time. And then the second time, I hurt myself. Uh, I was in a match where I was meant to go over and win the match. And 
to face with the Martyrs, basically I was going to get chucked out of the ring, but rather than me going completely out of the ring, I was going to do something called uh, skinning the cat where you stop yourself from going over um, completely. You hold onto the ropes and you kind of pull yourself, like do a pull-up and you kind of flip over the ropes and then back into the ring. Wow. Um, and I think I was like meant to close line or spear or do something to the guy that I was in the ring with and pin him because I basically took that rope too hard and didn't really realise how elasticated these ropes were because I only hide the hide this ring and and I went over the uh, ropes didn't really take my weight too well so when I went over I smacked um, the lower portion of my back into the ring apron. Mm. Uh, which ended up bruising my um, both my kidneys in a oh, real bad way. Shit. Wow! I was going to ask if the ropes were real hard or if they were real, if they gave a lot. Well, generally speaking, the ropes, these ropes, like, are, are quite stiff. I mean, the yeah. kidneys giving it, but like, I think these ropes were just not tight enough. Okay. Wow. So it's, so when I went over, like I said, instead of me just kind of going over and not like smashing my my lower back into the apron, um, you know, it 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 it, it the ropes were tight enough. I would have just went over. Yeah, the ropes would have given a tiny bit, but my back would have never never touched that apron. Um, so after that, basically. Um, I was like, you know, it's just not for me. I'm <laughs> yeah. having a laugh sort of thing. And uh, and just not turn the head and that that was it. I got on and, and got in that, you know, carried on with my education, got a career and 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 left it. And it wasn't only wow. until um, last, I think it was like last April, where um, I saw the advert for the academy that I'm training at which is called Preston City. Is it uh, something like you you couldn't you you always thought about when you were doing the other job? Like you you always like kind of still wanted to do it? Yeah, it, I, I, you know, but it, like I kind of probably for about five years. So up until maybe the age of twenty five, like wrestling kind of just like slipped away in the back of my head. It was. It was it was something that I was kind of like still interested in, but yeah, it, you know, like I'm a huge like soccer fan, so that kind of like consumed most of my life, just okay. like being obsessed with that and playing that all the time and 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 what have you. But it was just it was just I don't know. I've been watching some clips on YouTube and it just reignited my. My, you know, my passion for some for, for this, and they always That's said, you know, if you truly, you know, daily love something, it yeah. will, it will yeah. always be there. Yeah, and follow your heart, man. Yup. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Who you were know, your um? Who who were your idols in, in wrestling growing up? Um, well, I would um, I started watching wrestling in. Like the late nineties, and uh, so around about ninety eight, ninety nine, and you know, yeah. I would say like probably like you know, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, 
because it's so prominent it was so prominent on the tv screen the yeah, rock the rock was awesome yeah, yeah. yeah i mean not... that guy was just unreal i mean the the stuff that that guy says and and, and what he says in that microphone it's just unbelievable yeah. it's just <laughs> right. and that's what born entertainer um yeah. i mean let's 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 face it i mean the guy's making like millions of dollars like making mo- movies and 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 what have you and and that is all the stem from his, from his, you know, from being a wrestler and being so talented and being such an entertainer. Mm-hmm. I would say them two were probably my biggest like influences, definitely. Um, you know, to a lesser extent, maybe like Chris Benoit. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, you know, he's someone that I really, really enjoyed watching Booker T as well. He's someone else that. Oh yeah, Booker T. That I, I likes, you know. So, they're the four wrestlers that I would say that, yeah, you know, I could definitely say they're the the people that um, cultivated Mm. me as well as everybody else that watched, you know, wrestling at the same time as me. Yeah. What was your other job, uh, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, it still is my my job and it pays the bills whilst I'm training. Mm. Um, I'm a personal trainer, so oh. I'm I'm a self-employed personal trainer. Um, cool. I um, I basically own a small studio in uh, Preston, awesome. and I'm a freelance trainer. So, in other words, people can come to me, mm. or I could go to them and train them. Um, I've been doing that now, going on um, about five years personal training, and I've been in the in the health and fitness industry for over nine years, so, wow. so that that's, that, awesome. that that's kind of that 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 is one of the thing I must admit that kind of you know that definitely does take your mind away from something is 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 your job, um, you know when you're too busy busy making money with your job and 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 having a good time doing it, it's yeah again it's something that. That you just get com- completely consumed with, and and nothing else really matters too much. Uh, so that's what my current fit, you know, job is at the moment. That's cool. What um have you have you ever done any other fighting besides uh, like wrestling? Did you do any MMA style fighting or anything like that? Um, I did a bit of a freestyle wrestling when I was a. Uh, primary school. Uh, there's a club about twenty, maybe twenty-five miles away. Um, I didn't wrestle for school. I just I wrestled for this club. It was a basically a freestyle uh, amateur wrestling club that that I went to. I was there probably from the ages of ten till about fifteen. Um, and th- you know that's pretty much it. That's as as far as combat goes, that is like like as extensive as it as it gets really. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid for somebody that is meant to be trained, you know, a combative sport, I'm not a very combative person. I'm I'm probably a weak ass fighter to tell you the truth, but <laughs> Yeah, you sound really laid back, dude. Uh, you got to be. You got to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to be, honestly. Um but yeah, no, that's it. That that's what I used to do in, in regards to fighting. Um, 
But I mean, I guess that set set me up for for good stead in professional wrestling because I still need to know how to wrestle, even though it is, um, you know, uh, as as a lot of people like to say, fake and predetermined. So, mm, but it still hurts getting you know thrown around the ring, right? Yeah, I mean, they wrestling rings that that you're bouncing about in. Yeah, you know, they're, they're just like regular boxing rings or. Of you know kickboxing rings, but this is a tiny bit more gift as because you know you've got a, an articulated um, coil underneath the ring, um, like a shock absorber. It just looks like a huge like suspension spring that you would have in like a, a massive car, or something like that. And that's that is pretty much what it's taking. And, and, and absorbing all the um, impact. So when you take a fall on in that ring, you feel that fall, you know. Mm. Um, but it's not in, in regards to like it being compared to something. The best way of comparing it is, I would say it's like uh, it's like falling on um, like a like on a spring floor, like in a gymnastics hall or something like that. Um. So yeah, the, these rings hurt. I mean, even the ropes hurt. I mean, if you're yeah. running into the ropes, you know, especially when you do it for the first time or you've not done it in a while, you know, you end up with bruises from the ropes. Mm. So it, it's there's every single part of that ring isn't designed to make you feel good about yourself. Anyway, <laughs> you feel slightly violated by the time you're done with it. <laughs> so, so yeah. But um, anybody that says that a wrestling ring is like a bouncy castle, then then um, then they're only lying to you. And they're lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I tried the backyard wrestling once when I was younger, man, and I got the wind knocked out of me. A couple of my buddies like power bomb me into a table, and dude, I I couldn't breathe for a minute. It was mm. fucking. I did, you know, I didn't know how to take the fall. I was like, fuck, man, this this sucks. Oh, it's nasty. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you can't fake gravity. I mean, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's you just true. can't fake it. If your if your if your ass is up in the air, you know you can guarantee that within a split second or two, you, you you're going to be on your back very shortly. Yeah. Because gravity doesn't give too shiny. You know what? So it's just going to slam your ass right down. <laughs> and uh, you know it's. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's definitely something that you can't fake. So mm. it, it 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 hurts a hell of a lot, and you know them backyard wrestling rings. Like I've never never done any backyard wrestling before, but one of my friends that I now train with, he he comes from that background, and he said that that the wrestling ring that he was doing his backyard wrestling in is. It's like the it's like the sidewalk compared to the wow. ring that we got. Yeah, we didn't even have. We just did it on the ground, dude. We we built tables out of like plywood and shit, and there was no real ring that we used. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friends used to just do it in a garage, and it was actually funny. Wow. We, we like, had this on the cement. Yeah, basically. Wow. But shit. we had this one kid who his signature move was he would just hold you down and fart in your face until you gave up. <laughs> that sounds like he Rikishi. Would win all the time. Rikishi. Oh man. <laughs> Her <laughs> uh, best and booger. Yeah, I I always liked uh, McFoley too, man, because he wasn't in shape. 
And no. he was like sick. You ever see the stuff he did in Japan where yep. he was like bleeding and stuff yeah. everywhere? Like, mm -hmm. I heard Dude, they banned. Crazy fuck. Lex, I, I don't know if you if they do it over there, but I heard uh, over here they don't they don't bleed anymore. You can get like fined for that. Yeah, the the bleeding's like very rare over here now. I Is mean, it? it does happen. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it it only happens like if it's really really necessary. If you're like naturally. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, bleeding, don't, I tell you what, bleeding, like, there's something, like, there's something, like, I can't really describe it, it's just like, uh, something appealing about bleeding, watching it as a wrestling fan, like, you see, so, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, had a match against Bret Hart, like, in the mid-90s, and the guy got busted open, and, like, from what I can remember, like, it was in the sharpshooter, and his face was just dripping with blood. And it's such a spectacle seeing this guy's face just, like, covered in in his own blood. And you just think to yourself, wow, this guy's, like, an absolute, like, warrior. But then at the same time, look at all these old-school wrestlers, and the forehead, the forehead is shiny to fuck because... It just bladed the shit out of the forehead, and it's like, mm, yeah. was it really worth that? I mean, yeah, like you when know. A fucking Undertaker threw mankind off the top of the steel cage. Oh, that was oh, epic! Man. Yeah, that, was, that was one of the first things. Like, I, that's one around where I got into it, and we watched that pay per view, yeah. dude. Yeah, that was one of the most brutal things I think I ever saw. I, I was like, I never seen it. And my buddies were like, you want to watch? I was like, yeah. after that, I'm like, I gotta see this every week, dude. That was that was <laughs> yeah. epic. Wow, that was unreal. That I, I mean, I remember when what was it Owen Hart when Owen Hart died. That was crazy, dude. That was crazy as well. That was yeah. during a pay per view. Holy shit! There's a uh, it, it's uh, there's so much tragedy in uh, in wrestling. Mm. Like so many people dying so young. I mean, yeah, it, it is a shame. But Chris Benoit too. Oh my god, that was that was yeah. tragic, dude. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, I. I, I'm not, you know, I I wouldn't condone anything that 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 guy did. Mm. I mean, what he did was despicable, murdering yeah. his his son and his wife. But he was an amazing wrestler, that, though. He yeah. was. That, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, and that that ultimately that that is the thing that you got to, you know, as a wrestling fan and, and as a wrestler, you know, that guy was an unreal wrestler. But it's just. It's a shame on the circumstances that he turned out to be yeah. a monster. I even loved uh, Kurt Angle, and I heard he's a mess now. Like, just yeah, from a... not only body, but, like, drugs. And he, he was an Olympic fucking gold medal yeah. medalist, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, wow, look how you fell, man. That's just rough. Yeah, there's a lot of them that, a lot, like, a lot of them, like, wrestlers and stuff, because especially those that do it on a full-time basis, mm. like, a lot of them will work through injuries and they self-medicate themselves mm. like with painkillers and sleep tablets and stuff and you know once they start relying on stuff like that it's a really bad yeah you know bad position for them to be in and yeah, yeah it's not good it's a shame it's mm. a shame and I can see how it happens but I think nowadays like there's a lot there's a lot more awareness around the lads and ladies that are wrestling now about the bodies and about you know looking after themselves a lot better. Um, yeah. 
you know, the more you could say they're starting to yeah. be more, you know, treating the bodies how athletes would treat the bodies, you know, yeah. they'll re- recover properly and, and you know, work out properly and stretch and do all kinds of things just to make sure that they stay in one piece. Mm. Uh, I mean, even the WWE, for example, and TNA and Ring of Honor and places like that, they take concussion like, so seriously because of what's happened with like the likes of Chris Benoit. Mm. I mean, that's a ex- real example that I know of where they've kind of said, look, you know, we're not blaming concussions or anything like that directly on what he did. But yeah. there's a chance and there's been studies done that that you know um you know post concussion care you know should have existed at the time and it didn't and mm. potentially this is what said to this guy you know snapping yeah you know completely snapping out and and doing what he did so um, i'm glad that that the business has moved on that way because now i'm getting into the business yeah. You know, I'm hoping to get like at least 20 years out of this. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I want to make sure I get 20 years without hurting myself or hurting anybody else, and and you know, looking after myself. And uh, and I think it's probably the best time to join the business for that reason alone. That's cool, dude. Shit, like so, we, we gotta uh, wrap this up, dude. But where can everybody find you? Yeah. Um, Everyone can find me on Twitter, which is Dirt Lex um, Briscoe, okay. um, which is L-E-X, then Briscoe, B-R-I-S-C-O-E. Um, I'm not on Facebook or, or anything like that, so it's just on the Twitter. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you follow me, unless you're, you know, an absolute arse or something like that, then I'll probably follow back as well. So, um, So, yeah, that's how you can find me. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah, you're welcome. It's been my pleasure. Cheers. Us too. Take care. Cheers, brother. Take care. Right, take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> he was cool. Yeah, he was very cool. And that's uh, again. That is uh, the Lex Bricks. Uh, the Lex Briscoe uh, on Twitter. B r i s c o e. All right, guys, we're going on break. We'll be back. Robin Slim Show. Hi, this is Ben Meyer, Transformerland.com. How you doing, Ben? Doing all right. How about yourself? Pretty good, pretty good. What are you getting into tonight? Okay, why don't you hit the air, too? Oh, the air conditioning. Hold on. we got to cut that out. Cool. (laughs) That's what... Okay. Is that whistling? I don't know. Uh, Is that a connection or... Is that uh is it a wire or something? It seemed to get better. I have no clue. I is hear that... it very faintly. Yeah. Is somebody cooking something? What? Pete, you cooking something? No, I was just looking. I hear like a buzzing. Yeah, I don't know. I hear it's like a whistle or something. Yeah. Could, could you call us right back, Ben? Sure. All sure. Right. You want me to just hang up and try again? Yeah. yeah. Sure thing. All right. Yeah, I think it was the yeah, connection. coming from him. Yeah. From the connection. It's through the Skype. It's time to get Schwiffy. Oh, oh. Yeah, Ben, we're getting it through the um through the Skype. All right, is it uh, is it doing it this time? Because I don't. Yeah, hear it this time. it's still doing it. It's very 
It's very light. You, you can only yeah, really hear um, it when nobody's talking. I mean, when somebody else is talking, you don't. I don't really hear it. I mean, I barely hear it, but it's okay. not, a, not a big deal. Okay, yeah, no, it's it's not a big deal at all. And if you need me to tweak my settings, just let me know. I got you on, on uh, an actual headset, so there's no open speakers or anything that should be feeding back. It's not, yeah, it's not I, feedback. Yeah, I hear it there. Oh, yeah. Um, let me see if I can get it. Speakers. Automatically just speaker. That didn't make a difference at all. You, you want to <laughs> no. just roll with it, Slim? Yeah, we'll just roll with it. Okay, yeah, no, that's not, it's not a big deal. Let I, me see if muting my mic gets rid of it. At least that way, you know, when I'm not talking, we wouldn't have... No, that's not the one I want. <laughs> can you hear us, Ben? Yes, I can hear you. Did the mic mute do anything? Did it stop uh, muting the mic, it, it did stop. Okay. Um, what if I move the mic? Is that any better? It's Sounded like it louder. got a little, go a little worse, yeah. Huh. wonder what the heck it's picking up. <laughs> uh... I suppose I can try and move back a little bit for my computer. Maybe there's just some feedback because I'm close to the, the equipment here. I wouldn't worry about yeah. it anymore five minutes into the interview at yeah, this it's point. Yeah, okay, no. uh, What where, <laughs> is your website again? Transformerland.com. www.transformerland.com. It's an awesome website, too. I found it because really my, my son was up here, and he wanted me to transform his Ultra Magnus... Uh, from the animated series, and I can't do those things that easily anymore, so I, I googled the instructions, and I found it through your website. You guys had the scanned instructions, and I found you guys. Yeah, we've, um, we've been working on getting in instruction scans and the, uh, like the bio story card scans nice. uh, for a while that. now, because there's, there's a lot of those that people can't find, and, and Hasbro doesn't have them. So we wow. have the resources to, you know, get thousands and thousands of these things scanned in. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to say, too, it seems like the newer ones you need the instructions for, where the older ones were so simple. And uh, yeah, you just, you know, you, you can figure them out. The new ones are so difficult, oh, yeah. dude. They, they've kind of bounced back. After the first uh, couple rounds of movie toys, they oh. got to the point where they were so complex that uh, – <laughs> There was a little bit of backlash, and so now they're moving back towards this, the simpler toys. You know, they have the one-step and three-step changers are on shelves today. Yeah, I, I kind of prefer them. It's like, just like fold yeah. their legs down and or, like, yeah, like the, yeah. flip the head back, and it's like, oh, I'm transformed. Even the um, the rescue bots, the real kitty ones, they're just like you push one thing and they, they transform. They're, they're pretty cool. cool. Yeah, the, sometimes you get some trouble with the, the mechanisms, though, in those. You know, there's yeah. a lot of, just because it's simple to transform, there's still a lot of engineering in there, and sometimes something will get a little out of line, and yeah. and uh, you got to work it back into place. But well, How long have you guys been, uh, how, how long have you guys ran the uh, site for? Well, Matt started the site around 1997, 98. Holy crap. Wow. Um. It happened, uh, he was in college and getting back into the, the hobby a little bit as the internet community was kind of coming online for Transformers G1. 
um, you know, for that, that age range. And so he started posting in his college newspaper asking to buy people's transformers and people came out in droves to get rid of them and make some money. That's when I started buying them up. I, I, I used to love buying the ones, especially that I had as a kid and, you know, to have them in the box still. And Mm. when I was so, so unhappy that I didn't have any more was, um, Jetfire, the original Jetfire. I used to take them apart as a kid and put them back together, and I couldn't with Jetfire. I just, there's too many pieces. I I threw them out, and I saw them on eBay back then for $1,000. Wow. Holy shit. (laughs) That's that's pretty over the top unless he was sealed in a mint box. Wow, really? So, okay. So, it's not. It was just one dude hoping to fucking grab at the moon, basically. (laughs) There's always those guys fishing for. You know, yeah. a few hundred dollars for a common figure, and, yeah. and sometimes they catch somebody. Well, it's, it's like, I've seen some of the like combiners too, still in the box, go for about that, man. Shit, go yeah, for about that. Yeah, the combiner gift sets were particularly rare yeah. even back in the eighties. So I, I had find those in nice shape without the box all yeah. ripped to shreds is, is uh, something special. I had the Protectobots. I had I had Devastator in the gift set the whole box the all six pieces oh they were that was the only one with six the only yeah. combiner with six transformers no nope, there was piranicon and monstructor but nobody knows about those because yeah. they were later, later in the series yes. after nobody cared <laughs> dude i actually found a box of those in my attic a few months ago the uh pretenders do you remember them the pretenders and the mini ones with the with the ships and all and Dude, yep. I got a, I got a decent amount of them. Yes, MicroMasters. I got a decent fucking about three hundred dollars for a box of those I found. Right on. Yeah, that's that stuff is kind of it. it when uh, the community first got online, everybody was into the original characters: Optimus Prime, yeah. the Autobot cars, the Decepticon jets. And then in the early two thousands, Hasbro and Takara started reissuing those things. Yeah. And so a lot of the prices kind of tanked suddenly, and they've they've recovered since then. But now it's getting to the point where a lot of the the adult collectors our age, um, they've gotten all the Autobot cars and Decepticon jets and all the Dinobots out of the way, and so now people are getting back into these more obscure characters like the Pretenders and the MicroMasters. <laughs> I the saw headmasters. a Headmaster. Yeah, recently I got my son one for a birthday gift. It was one of the Headmasters. They were cool, man. Jeez, I don't even know these guys. Oh, yeah. And then um, I, I was going to say, too, uh, the Diaclones, what was that? Before, when it was only Takara, when Hasbro wasn't involved. I, I, right. I bought, uh, I think, a Black Ironhide out of the box for like 35 bucks. And when the first movie came out with Shia LaBeouf, I sold that thing for like $400, man. Wow. Holy that sounds about right. Shit. Actually, Takara tried to sell the Diaclones in the United States by themselves without Hasbro. Wow. And the line was called Diacron with a K. And uh, they had the Black Ironhide. They wow. released uh, Sunstreaker in red. Um, that's a fairly popular one. Mm. And um, there was a third one who I'm it's, it, it's escaping me at the moment. But there was just those three cars yeah. and then a few other, like, the Power Dashers and stuff. Okay. And uh, the line totally flopped. You know, it was only, <laughs> you could only get uh, it in, like, specialty <clears throat> sci-fi toy and comic shops. Yup. And there was no story or anything. They didn't even have names. Mm. They were named, like, Porsche. DK1, or DK2, yes. DK3. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. And so it was a disaster. It was and only then, Japan and, like, Europe that they, they sold in. 
Right, right. And and with the actual Diaclone in Japan, there was at least a story that went along with it. Yeah, with little guys, right? Wasn't that the MicroMasters? Right. No, yeah, the 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 drivers were supposed to be humans from like today and uh there's an alien invasion about to happen, so they build all these transforming vehicles wow. so that when the aliens show up, they'll be ready. I didn't even um, know that. But the, the, the U.S. release, it didn't have any of that. It was just the toys in a plain silver and blue box, and nobody had any idea, you know, what it was. And, of course, it was expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, these yeah. things weren't cheap back in the day. <laughs> I, I, even as a kid, like, I remember my parents for a few years never bought me Transformers because they were kind of expensive. I always got yeah. the GoBots, yeah. the, the uh, knockoff. The Those were the Kmart Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> the Kmart Transformers. Uh, how many times? Have... I'm a GoBots collector too, so. Wow. I actually have the uh, the enemy leader. He's the motorcycle, right? Yep, Psykill. I still have him. What, was that ever a series or was that just yeah. a... Yes. It was? It was okay. a wow. uh, cartoon as well. Actually, GoBots hit the United States a year before Transformers, yes. Yes, oh, wow. and they they had a, a pretty big toy selection out by the time Transformers started. They did. But the problem is they had their cartoon was made by Hanna-Barbera, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and so it was, I mean, Cartoony. it was it was like the Flintstones or the Jetsons, except... Yeah with robots that nobody had heard of up to that point so they didn't have that established history and it was just kind of a flop and the transformers came out with the the sunbow cartoon and mm. everybody loved the characters and so they were willing to pay that much more to get the toys What's and gobots gave yeah. transformers a run for their money until about 1986 there's a lot yeah. of things in transformers that everybody looks at and says oh yeah i remember you know like the rub signs where you, you rub the sticker and it oh. lights up whether it's an Autobot or Decepticon. Yeah, that's that was done the... because of GoBots. Oh, that was, they wanted to that, have a yeah. way of showing that your I, transforming robot is a Transformers brand yeah, robot. Yeah, I had a pre-rub um, Bumblebee mint on the card. And I sold that for a nice amount. That's literally the only Transformer I have left is I have a Dead End from Menasaur oh. with the rub on. And that's wow. the only one I have left. I, I have a reissue Optimus, the 25th anniversary. Wow. That's all I have left. I yeah. sold all the rest of my originals. I had a Dylaclone, um, what was the Brontosaurus from the, the Dinobots? Sludge. Yes. Yeah. I had him. I had Perceptor. I think a Black Perceptor. I had... That's correct. Yep. Yep. And, and I had three versions of Megatron. I had the wooden one, uh, the black one, and the regular Megatron. And they were they were all the die clones, but there was a wooden one, like oh, with a wood grain. Was, yeah, wood grain <laughs> handle and the black action, and that one didn't come mm. with the scope. That's Megatron's famous fusion cannon, yep. either. Exactly. Only the only the the Walther, the silver one, did come. With right. The it scope. was uh, originally sold as the Man from Uncle, mm. the spy show. Yes, Uncle. It was branded as that, the and Walther that's why Uncle. it had the silencer and the scope, because yep. it was associated with that spy show. Yeah. That was awesome. Do, do you collect any other toys or just Transformers? Uh, I started collecting Transformers when I was two at the age of 1988 and uh, never really stopped. Um, and, like, when I was a kid, nothing else interested me. Mm. Like, I had nothing yeah. to do with G.I. Joe or Ninja Turtles or anything. I was like, if it didn't transform, I wasn't interested. <laughs> 
I was in but, the um, that. But that yeah. said, I've kind of gotten into some other toy lines like uh, GoBots. Um, mm. I'm very close to a complete collection of GoBots, which is way more difficult than you'd think. Yeah. I think I heard something about their re, uh, reissuing GoBots or something really? like that. Wow. Did I hear? I thought I read something about. They're them. actually they're putting out in Japan. GoBots were sold as machine robo. Yeah. And uh, they were way more popular in Japan than they were in the U.S. And yeah. so Machine Robo went on a lot lot longer after GoBots was done. But they're doing new Machine Robo toys that are like kind of masterpiece versions of uh, the old that's ones. That's it. That's well, what... Speaking of, too, uh, Japan, they, they had Transformers we didn't like. They had trains. There was a combiner that were trains, uh, correct, yep. Ben? It's and... called Raiden. Raiden, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What? It's it's the same size as Devastator. Six trains. Oh, wow. I had one of them. I had Six one of trains. them. Six trains. Yep. Yeah. And, and those guys are gorgeous. I love those guys. They but were beautiful. You're you're looking at four digits to get into a nice complete set of yeah, Raiden. I had one in the box, you know, sealed that I. I sold all my G ones when the the first movie came out. I made a killing, dude. That was that was the high point. And now actually they're bringing Diaclone back um, wow. next year. Uh, they announced it this summer. They're doing like a masterpiece version of some of the Diaclone only characters. Wow! Really? I so had um, an Italian jazz as well of a Diaclone, Diaclone, but it had these big rubber like stopper missiles. It was so yeah, holy. yeah, the, the bopper <laughs> missiles. Yes. That every country had different safety rules, and Japan had none. That's why the Japanese Megatron could actually shoot little plastic bullets. Oh, oh amazing! I heard the sound wave was an actual working Walkman too. No, um, blaster. The, oh. the Autobot, the red boombox, oh, actually right. had a working AM radio in it. Wow. In oh, the pre-Transformers. <laughs> okay. But, um, where was I going with that? Oh, so Japan had no rules. They could You could shoot a missile that would put your eye out. And nobody would bat an eye about it. Well, yeah, um, we could do you. There was some some toys like that here in the '80s. I remember having the pizza thrower for the Ninja Turtles, and that <laughs> fired a rock hard disc like 30 feet away. Yeah, my cousin. Well, here's the thing. Throw. Here's the thing. The U.S. rules say it has to be a certain size in oh. order to, to launch. So that those pizzas, I know what you're talking about. The pizzas <laughs> are big enough that kids presumably wouldn't choke on them. Oh. But Transformers always had these little missiles that were, yeah. you know, maybe an inch and a half long and a quarter inch <laughs> around. So nowadays, all the Transformer missiles are three inches long, which a lot of times is longer than the actual toy. That's longer than Slim. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I ain't gonna... I ain't gonna brag. <laughs> well, it's it's better than if it was like the uh, the Italian ones with the big uh, rubber end on it. Dude, they were, they were so stupid looking. It was like a big ball at the end of it. Like, wow. hey, it was really dumb. Wow. <laughs> and they all the Italian ones had it. Of course, the big, the Italian ones all had the big ball on the end. They gave you Mussolini, <laughs> and they can't even give you a good Transformer. <laughs> What is your favorite line, Ben, besides G1? Oh, it kind of go I get on kicks. Like I'll be I'll be stuck in a kick. Um lately I've been collecting the Japanese Transformers Prime Arms Micron line. And uh I I enjoy those you you get like the main figure and they actually the Japanese ones still came with the sticker sheet so you get to oh, put the stickers on. They were cool. 
and uh, they usually have some extra stickers if you want to customize it. And then they have, um, they call it a micron. It's like a little target master that comes with them. And uh, you, you cut that thing off the sprue and put it together and then put the stickers on. So there's, there's a little bit more like a model building aspect to those. That's cool. I, I, so that's I had, been my most recent kick. Yeah, my, besides G1, my other big um, investment was um, Armada. And I sold those for a nice amount, too, for the most part, like most of the collection. Yeah, yeah there's there's a few pieces from Armada that are, are hard to come by and valuable, but yeah. um, the series as a whole, a lot of those are pretty common, like mm. Hotshot and Cyclonus and all those guys. Yeah. I, I still never lost. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, I, I collect a lot of toys myself, but I just don't have the money to get back into uh. the classic ones. I still have all my Ninja Turtles for the most part. I don't have any of my G.I. Joes or any of my Transformers. But I collect a lot of the newer like newer toys. Like I buy a lot of like the Marvel Legends figures and stuff like that. And uh, I keep... I, well, I'm a huge Marvel fan. I, I love collecting the, uh, the Build-A-Figures and stuff like that. It's a little bit similar, you know, but a different kind of line. I love I love collecting those kind I, of toys. I know a lot of people who have been collecting the pop figures. Yeah, I just still don't understand what the popularity what are is. Those? On, uh, the... They're like little like chibi guys. I get like oh, they got the like big chibi. heads oh, and yeah. yeah, like our buddy Tom is obsessed with them. I never liked and... that in anime, like the ch chibi style. Yeah. yeah, They actually did Transformers. They did four of them for the <laughs> the most recent movie. But there's there's like more and more lines like that. Um, there's another one called uh, the Loyal Subjects, and it's like that the little chibi style with the huge head. Yeah. And there's there's a ton of Transformers, and I think they're doing Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers and I've seen and Star a whole Wars. I think Star yeah. Wars put them out like that too. Yeah. Um, I was gonna ask Ben if you've seen the new um what are the cars the Stunticons? Did you yeah. see the reissue of those? That just came out yeah. not too long ago. The uh, Combiner Wars, they're calling yes. them? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've actually... Combiner Wars is, is a great, great series. They look, um, oh, it's, it's, it's a, a series. Yes. Uh, they've done Menasaur. They've done Defensor, the Protectobots. Wow. Um, there's a Devastator gift set out. He's about... Uh, he's almost as tall as Fort Max. Um, wow. All wow. Um. <laughs> They've done the uh, aerial bots, yeah, and wow. there's a whole bunch more slated to come out yet. They're going to do a new Bruticus. Yeah, and, I saw uh, that. It's like the originals. You can have you can have the small guys. You can have them as any arm or leg that you want. I love that. And so the you can swap them between the the different combiners. And well, how would you? It's do a that? good series. How would you do that with Devastator though? That seems a little. You could Devastator, Devastator doesn't right? work that way. Mm, Devastator yeah, is only Devastator. So. Yeah, he's because he's got he's got. Six. He's got the like the backhoe across the top, and like his his pieces are pretty specific. I mean, like yeah. I guess you could fit his arms and legs wherever. Maybe I don't. Mm. I'm not 100 percent sure, but like at least parts of him have to be very specific. Yeah, right. With with the Devastator set, um, they're actually each character is bigger than the regular or the rest of the combiners. Oh, um, really? It's the Combiner Wars. Yeah, each each Devastator character is the size of a Voyager class. So like Motormaster, oh, okay. wow. um, Jeez, yeah. Hotspot, those guys are the center of the, the regular yeah. combiners, and uh, they're the same size as each Devastator member. So Devastator is, is too big to swap with the other ones, and he doesn't yeah. have, you know, they all have like a standard 
plug that plugs into whatever limb you want. Yeah. Devastator doesn't use that at all. He's his built totally different. Yeah, he's like, fuck yeah. that, I'm Devastator. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, all right, Ben. We I, I I hate doing this, but we have to wrap this up, dude. We got um other interviews uh, starting in a few minutes, but uh, tell everyone where they can find you again. All right, you can hit us up uh, for all your Transformers needs, whether you want to buy something or just read about the toys at www.transformerland.com. Awesome, and you can sell the you you buy them too from people, right? Yep, we we buy collections, um, and then. Any any era, any Transformers from 1984 till now, we buy and sell pretty much everything. And we have a huge toy wiki if you want to, you know, try and learn about what you have or find out what parts you're missing. We have all that information. Awesome. And thank you so much for talking to us. All right. Thank you. Right, have a good awesome. night. Thanks. You too. Take care, Ben. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Jewel said me and you were like kids. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm zoning out here because I don't know much about Transformers, I, I never, man. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Like, I was just, too young when Get a Marvel guy on there and oh. I'd be all in Transformers. It's like you and Mike are like kids. We uh, really were. Yeah. Dude, I, I so oh. wanted to buy that the uh, the Combiner Wars stuff. Oh but my like, god, I, I wanted the, the Lamborghini so bad because that was my favorite as a kid. That was my favorite. Yeah. Stuff, so, <laughs> I want. I remember seeing the commercial that had Starscream in it. Really wanting Starscream as a little kid. I uh, got him now. I wanted to buy. I I just wanted Motormaster, but I couldn't I find know, him. I couldn't find him at all. I saw all the other ones. I found a Megatron that looks. Alright, guys, we're going on break. We'll be back. Now. Oh, I didn't know we were still on. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was just a I hate how the. <clears throat> we back. Yeah. Tony. What's up, dude? <laughs> What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you guys doing? We're doing all right. Ooh. Fucking A, dude. I'm stoked to be on here. It's a crazy world we live in, huh? Yeah, yeah. man. You have an awesome <laughs> mic, Tony. Yes. I'm too close to the mic. No, no I it's, said it's awesome. It's it awesome, sounds dude. really good. Ah, oh, dope, 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 dope. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. It's like uh, it's a modern world we're living in, man, where we can have uh, podcasts connect like this, man. We're on other sides of the nation right now. What? It's pretty yeah, badass. That is cool. I just like connecting with you guys. I love Twitter, man. Twitter is where it's at, I think, for finding like creative people. Yeah, for sure. As far as tweeting goes, dude, I do not get that shit. Rob, Rob <laughs> has mastered it. It's amazing. He's become a Twitter master. I, I have no idea what Twitter even is. I don't. I've never been on it, and uh, it's just like completely gone for me. If it weren't for the show, I never would have got into it. Like. I, I just never would have, and uh, I just always thought it was stupid. Like, who gives a shit what, you know, steak dinner you're eating at Applebee's? Like, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, doing it for the show, man, that's been cool. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. If it weren't for music, I wouldn't be on there either. Um, but I got Mike, too. I sort of got the same thing going on that Slim's got going on. Mike, Mike's really good on the Twitter, so he sort of handles that stuff that's a lot cool. better than I would have. <laughs> How long have you been uh, doing the show for? Uh, we started November of last year, November 2014. Uh, wow. We kicked off with the first episode. We just do one a week, and uh, we're on. Uh, this week will be 41, episode 41. Oh, wow, you're like right there with us. We're yeah. on like 44, I, I think. I saw that, dude. Pretty That's dope. Cool, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I love that you checked us out and all. And I, I did check a little of yours out, and you guys oh. definitely have that Joe Rogan feel to you guys. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was telling you too. I kind of pick up a little bit of Anthony and Opie, but I mean, you guys got your own Opie and Anthony. You guys got your own thing going for sure. What I just what I yeah. respect about you guys because there's everything's flooded now. You know, there's tons, shit, tons of podcasts. Everybody can reach everybody through the internet. Yo. Um, but it's amazing how people will still stick to the same old formulas even with the new mediums. You know, and I listen to your guys' show and I hear authentic talk. Dudes just sitting around a fucking table, just bullshitting about real shit, giving real opinions, being real people. And I think that's what people gravitate toward, man. That's what people want. Now. That's one of the biggest compliments I've had. Uh, just an author the other day was like, yeah, this is real talk from real dudes. I love it. Like, yeah, man. I dig it for sure. I dig what you guys are doing. Cool. Thank Thanks, you. man. I've had a lot of people say, too, they don't do the live thing and uh, they don't do as many interviews as us. Like, it, it kind of sets us apart. Like, yeah, well, we do. We don't do live, and we've talked about doing that. Um, and as far as the interview go, interviews go, uh, <laughs> dude, we just interview our friends. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, come on, yeah, just come sit down. I'll call people last minute sometimes, and we'll sit down. And um, I think it's tougher what you guys are doing though with the UStream. I love it, man, and I think it's a way for people to connect, connect in an immediate way. Mm. Um, but for, it's harder, right? I mean, because when we're podcasting, I fucked up before. Like, we'll start the podcast, and I hit something wrong, or somebody's mic's off, or something, and. <laughs> You don't get reviews for you guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We've lost entire interviews because I fucked up oh, something on oh, the you uh, stream. Just... Or my girl will call. My girlfriend will call and say, you know, there's no audio. That's uh, happened a few times. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> but uh, talk about like sticking to like the old format. So, you know what I think it is when uh, Rob and I is like. When we got into this, we didn't really know what the fuck podcasting was, even though it's like the big thing when we got into it. But yeah. we got into it because yeah. we were always fans of morning radio. I mean, Rob has a radio background, and I had been right. listening to radio shows all the time, and we were like, let's do a radio show. So that's what yeah. we had always had in mind was doing a radio show. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I love you guys have the feel, but you have the freedom that mm. you can have now where you could just say anything you want. You yeah. don't have to worry about all the fucking haters out there and what they're going to, you know, <laughs> say about the shit you're saying. So. There's been a few. There's been a few we've taken down actually on YouTube and YouTube is real touchy. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, I've heard man. that before. YouTube gets butt hurt easily. They do. <laughs> SoundCloud, I, I, we've had no problem on. SoundCloud is awesome. Yeah, SoundCloud doesn't give a fuck. Mm. Yeah. Like the honey badger. Honey badger doesn't give a fuck. What uh and you do music too, uh Tony. Your music is fucking awesome. Oh, it's and it's it's just like different. Right like I can't even put it into a genre, dude. Like Right on, dude. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys uh, dig the stuff I sent over. Yeah, you know, it's uh I I, I would put myself somewhere in uh, between Sublime, Jack Johnson, Eddie Vedder, maybe, maybe. A, little, <laughs> a little, little pepper. I was thinking. I was little thinking pepper, a little yeah. love. My girl said about uh, John Mayer or Jack Johnson as well. Like, Definitely. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Definitely I get the Jack Johnson one, or the uh, John Mayer one more than I more than I like to get. <laughs> but it's got a little like rap in there too, man. It's like it's cool. I really yeah, dig man. it, Thank man. You. I think I listened to like I I was on your website. Whatever tracks you had on there, I listened to everything. I was prepping for the show and I just had it on. And I was like, this guy's amazing. <laughs> oh, dude, that means a lot. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that, dude. Yeah, no, I. Uh, it's funny because I'm I'm an older guy. I'm in my mid thirties, man. I'm turning thirty six. And uh, forty. Yeah, bro. we're right there with you. I'm, yeah. oh, I'm thirty six okay. myself. Thirty eight. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the perfect age, man, because we got the experience going at this point. Yeah. Um, 
but I played music for a lot of years before ever uh, truly deciding that I was going to jump into it, you know, and pursue it sort of as a profession. Um, I worked in education for like 10 years. And uh, one day out of the blue, I just got laid off. This is literally, this is February of this year. Um, I got I got laid off from my job, and uh, I me I looked at my wife, and she looked at me, and I said, "You know what? Fuck it, let's let's do it." And I just jumped wholeheartedly into the music because I've been playing my whole life anyway. I play in shows and doing all that kind of stuff, and I, it was always sort of like a side income sort of thing. And I thought, well, what would happen if I put myself 150 percent into this shit? Um, yeah. And the podcast was you know starting to get rolling too. It was a few months deep at that point, and so so I just jumped into it uh, uh, head first, man. And I've been doing it since. I'm I've never been fucking happier in my life. That's cool, man. That's why even with this project. Shit, we don't make anything right now. It's just cool. It's just cool, you. man. Like meeting people and like. Mm-hmm. Do, doing this has definitely built like my confidence, and I know Pete has said on many times too that it's helped him socially. And you guys stuff, both so. have just, yeah. I think, come a long way. Like uh-huh. out of your shells, whatever, yeah. man. Like I've always been a real loudmouth piece of shit. But... <laughs> <laughs> I've always been socially awkward, so this has, this has been a great experience. I was gonna say too. I brought it up before the show. My one buddy. Uh, from like elementary school, he brings it up every now and then. How like everyone, everyone in our town, we were all the same, man. We're all just wise asses, ball busters. Like <laughs> everybody you, needs a podcast, man. <laughs> you go to like other places, and people just hate you, and they fucking they think you're the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's just so many people in the world. You just there's just no way to please everybody. There's always going to be people that there's going to be the legitimate people that are like, yeah, I just really don't dig what you're doing and then there's a shit ton of just haters that just talk shit all the time you know but at the end of the day you're really just trying to find the people that connect you know and and appreciate what you're doing and build it from there you know are you you guys i thought i saw um are you guys syndicated to regular radio as well kind of no not really we're um we got let's see we started november i want to say it was just december or january we got picked up by uh, wrom radio um, and they're supported through Universal Music Group, and it's an what it is is they're 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 based in Detroit, but it's an internet radio station. Okay. So so through the, it's sort of like a platform, um, and it's really cool, man. It's been it's been uh, neat being able to reach people that way. Yeah. Um, but but we like the download thing too because we're podcasters at heart, I think. So so you know so yeah so it's sort of picked up syndicated kind of syndicated through internet radio. Cool. And I know nobody at home can see this, but that flag behind you is fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> fucking A, man. I didn't know if you guys could see that or not. I, right? I can't see it. You so guys, nobody you can even... see it. Only, only Mike. Anybody yeah, on my computer. That is pretty fucking it's, awesome. It's uh, a big Bob Marley flag. Oh, okay. oh, nice. Nice. Oh, dude, it's awesome. I'm a... I'm a huge Bob Marley fan, dude. I'm a, he's one of my heroes. <laughs> our buddy Jay, like, to bring it up, like, one time we were at work and one of our other friends said, you know, how they love Bob Marley and Jay was like, I fucking hate Bob Marley. I'm like, how could you hate Bob Marley, dude? He's... <laughs> yeah, he used to hate everything. Let me tell you a funny story yeah. about that. Is uh, I never, I never listened to any of his music. I knew of it, but I wasn't a fan of it. And I only really started liking him after I really started reading a little bit about him. About him, right? and he was a really awesome dude. I yeah. mean, like seriously. And then, like, I started getting an appreciation for it, and. It, you know, it's one of those things where, like, the more you know, the more you appreciate it. Mm. You know, absolutely. Right uh, what's your favorite Bob Marley song? God, you're gonna do that to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll say it. I, I like Buffalo Soldier. I just love oh hell yeah, that. that's yeah. my dad's favorite Bob Marley song. Oh, actually, oh dude, I, that song is amazing. I'm a big fan of Jailhouse. Sublime actually had done a cover of that. Cover of it, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Both of those versions are good. Oh man. yeah, the, they're both um, excellent. 
I, I'm, you know, I'm on a, a stripped down acoustic guy like that sort of thing. So I'm actually, I would, I guess if I had to pick one, I'd go with Redemption Song, uh, that that real stripped down version he does, where it's just him and his guitar. Sounds yeah. like shit, actually. It's a shitty audio recording, but but it's got a lot of soul in it, man. <laughs> Dude, what about how he died too? It was like a soccer injury, right? Like, yeah, he had like fucking like people tried drive-bys on him and shit, like shot up mm -hmm. his whole house, and he died. Isn't in that? An infection from like a a soccer cleat. Fuck right. right. That shit is so ironic, man. People were literally like you said, they were trying to kill him. They shot up his house. People there were I think there were people that died in that incident. I think like, so. He, yeah, he got hit in the in the shoulder, the arm or something like that. Mm -hmm. Fucking went out and did the show anyway, because that's what people were pissed about. He was doing this show like uniting these two opposing political groups in uh uh wherever the fuck it was, I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> Zimbabwe or something. <laughs> yeah, right, something like that. Uh, but no, he did that, got through it, man. And then he, at one point he had a toe injury because he played soccer all the time. He went in and had it checked out, and it turned out to be cancer. And uh, it was uh, melanoma, the kind of cancer mostly only white people get. It. He's half white, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that. He's half no, white, half yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, he's that more I British, I think, right? What? Yeah, right. Exactly. Marley's a uh, is a uh, I think it was British. British. Yeah, I think it was British. It was they were they had come over from Europe for sure. Oh. Uh, but anyway, so he uh, went and had it checked. They told him it was cancer. Uh, they fixed him up and said, uh, make sure you come in very regularly and get checked up. And he was like, yeah, fuck that. Just smoking spliffs all day. Didn't give a shit. <laughs> seven, seven, <laughs> seven years go by. Uh, and then he's jogging. He's about to start. Uh, he's only done like three or four shows in the United States. About to start on the first big U.S. tour, and uh, he's jogging in Central Park and fucking collapses and starts uh, foaming at the mouth and convulsing. And they took him in and they said that he had the cancer had spread to like nine parts of his body, all his major organs and oh. shit had it in the brain. He was wow. fucked at that point. And it's Holy so crazy shit. to think that if he had gone in, they might have caught it. You know? Yeah. 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 Crazy man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I was gonna say, nerd, dude. <laughs> I don't know how to come back from that. <laughs> how many sh do you, do you perform live a lot, Tony? Yeah, I do. I play a lot of live local shows. Uh, next year, I've kind of got a game plan in place. I'm gonna start getting out of the state more next year and uh, doing a little regional touring and stuff like that. But this year, no, I'm I'm mostly focused here in Colorado. I play, Why would uh, you want to leave Colorado? Well, no, I don't want to leave Colorado. <laughs> I, this is always gonna be my home base. I love yeah. Colorado. Nice. Um, but just a little bit easier to make money, you know, when you're hitting wider scenes and you can play more frequent shows and, yeah. and do it that way. So. Yeah, I was yeah. just making a Bud reference. <laughs> oh, hell no, I'm not leaving Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> One of our buddies wanted to move there just because of that. He was like, I'm, I'm really taking my oh, whole right, family yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, it's crazy how many people come out here for that now. It's uh, there's a huge influx. I mean, I don't mind it so much. It's cool. It's a cool thing that people are coming for, and most of the time, people that are coming out here for that are, are generally pretty cool. One of my uh, friends, uh, in like right out of high school, moved out there, and he's like, I fucking love it, man. He never came back. He just never came back, and it, just the the fucking, I guess, mountains and shit. He loved, man. Yeah, I'm a big nature dude myself. I love camping and hiking and all That's that shit. That's how he is. Yeah. Yeah, I it's the same for me, man. I came out here from California. Oh wow. Uh, and uh, I grew up in California, in Central Valley, in Fresno, California. It's like sort of the fucking armpit of California, man. <laughs> Jersey uh, but... is the armpit of America. <laughs> <laughs> Relate. Yeah. The smell just hits you as soon as you get over the border. Up north, <laughs> all the smokestacks on the turnpike, man. That's it. That's the armpit right there. Yeah. You know what's funny, man? I have never been to the East Coast at all. Like, I grew up in California. I've been here the furthest. I think what I, I've been in a... Uh, 
uh, South Dakota one time. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first East I've been. But, dude, I would love to see the East Coast, man. I, I think there's a lot of cool stuff out there, too. Not yeah. just armpits. Like, California is probably cool shit there, too. <laughs> oh, I even liked that. Right out of high school, I went to Boston, and just the historical shit is cool, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly, man. There's so much history out there. Yeah, Philly's like that too, but it, yeah, it's getting worse. Like, <laughs> it's getting so much. <laughs> we mean it's getting worse. The history shit. No. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, for no history shit. It's it's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it just means the city oh. in general. Oh, see, Boston's just, a clean yeah. city, and I hate them for sports. They're assholes. But as a city, <laughs> man, it's a nice city, and pretty fucking you know people are friendly and all that except for that one video uh i posted a couple weeks ago it was um a guy in boston wearing a yankees hat and dude he got punched he got punched in the fucking alley somewhere wow i feel like i saw that dude (laughs) our one friend bobby massey he's a comedian posted it on facebook like I was like, what the fuck, man? Over a fucking... Over a Yankees hat, yeah. fucking ball game. Dude, there were even, like, businessmen screaming at him, like, fuck you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) they fucking really hate the Yankees. Send in they're all in Yankees. Such a bizarre thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so crazy how people... When they built a new stadium, one of the workers, like, to fuck with them, buried a fucking... um, Red Sox jersey in the in the ground and um oh shit George Steinbrenner Sr. was still alive he paid I forget how many millions of dollars to have it dug up <laughs> wow. and, wow. and fucking get well, it out of the ground movie, money he doesn't give a yeah, shit yeah but still man there's that serious like hatred and fucking dude it goes back like hundreds of years yeah. I think like it's like tribal mentality man <laughs> yeah. it is. It's, a, it's that hundred year plus thing you know when they mm. fucking with the whole babe ruth thing oh yeah. You know, yeah that's where it all started basically yup yeah it's intense man it's so funny too sometimes i mean i feel like i don't like want to tell people because i'm into sports too but i just want to remind you like you don't you're not on the team you know? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, right? you realize that right you're rooting for other dudes <laughs> Exactly, man. It's not that fucking serious. It's usually these fat guys that lack any neck. They <laughs> <laughs> have holes on the back of their head. Yeah. They got Living. glitter all over yeah. their stomach. Like. <laughs> Living vicariously through professional athletes. Fucking oh, shit. Face painted up and shit, yeah. right? Oh, like, geez. they're fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, are you? Uh, uh, where can everyone find you, Tony? Uh, TonyDollarMusic.com. Nice. Said that on my radio voice. Did you hear that? Yeah. TonyDollarMusic.com this summer. <laughs> Coming this fall. Yeah. <laughs> and, and our our uh, podcast is on MikeAndTonyShow.com. Oh, you can check that out too. I, I wanted to ask how you met Mike. Uh, we, we, uh, worked together. We met back in, I think it was 2008 or 2009. He works, uh, he still works in education doing that. And, uh, we were at the same school and we became buddies and started hanging out after that. And then we, we, I think we overlapped once. Like I switched jobs once and then he switched and we ended up back at the same job again. And then he left and then pretty soon I just left the whole industry and, yeah. and we just kept going. Yeah. What made you leave that? 
Uh, remember, I got laid off. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah, right. But you, the truth is, dude, they did me a fucking favor. I hated yeah. my life, bro. <laughs> I've been day. I had a couple jobs I've been that way with. Yeah, man. God, it was like, I'm daring thing. you to fire me. I Just get rid of me. Just free me from this shit. Yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, yeah, it was one of those kind of situations. So it was a good thing. I remember feeling, you know, stressed as fuck. I got three kids, yeah. by the way. Oh, so wow. Yeah, me too. Do you have three kids too? Yes. And an ex-wife, right. and she's a real cunt. <laughs> you talked about her before, actually, with the car accident with your dad and all that shit. Yes, that's right. Dude, that's so crazy how the brakes just went out like that, bro. Oh, that's my it. God. And the brake line, and I even asked my neighbor. He works at a fucking um, dealership, and he said, yeah, because it had been to the dealership like a couple weeks before for like an oil change and tire rotation, and he said they don't check for that. It's like, well, they fucking oh, so crazy. man. Like, cause usually when you go, they're like trying to get the most money out of you. Yeah, right? absolutely. Of course, when, yeah. When they try yeah. and check that shit. Yeah, somebody was having a lazy fucking day. Just couldn't wait to get off work. Yeah, <laughs> hit the bomb. Yeah. Like 3.58. I got to leave at four, guys. You know? <laughs> That's how yeah. me and Slim met, though, uh, from work. Uh, okay. And uh, he came to me, and I, I'd worked in radio before, and he, he wanted to try this project. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Because I'd been wanting – I tried for – Years before, like with certain people, and everyone was down. But then, when it was time to get together and do it, nobody would fucking show. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know, right? Really everyone thinks hard. it's they love love talking about it, but when it comes time to actually do it, they just oh, it's just a joke. It's not serious. Yeah, not... and I, I was just talking today, like how many people like quit after you yeah, know? Even Slim said before, if if I didn't get in with him, like he would have quit, like. Yeah, Rob oh, is shit. very Rob is very very motivated and and keeps. I can't stick to anything, so I'm surprised <laughs> I've got mostly just sticking to this because of Rob. Without him, I'd probably be just two weeks and done. <laughs> yeah, well, it's cool, man. It works really well. You guys got like those. Uh, you got like the yin and yang going, or whatever the opposite personality type. So cool. it definitely fits. Everything happens for a reason, man. Yeah. And we have intern Petey's a uh, fucking gift uh, yeah, from the he's gods, amazing. bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Mike is our best fucking in-studio guest, I have to say. Thank you. Sir. I almost put a poll up on Facebook, but I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I'll say it right now and hurt everyone's feelings. <laughs> Mike is the fucking shit. <laughs> Do agree. He does add the most. Christian was good on the Christian, last show. Oh, though. yes. He was, he he was, was really good, good on the last show. <laughs> and Matt, yeah. God bless you. And these all should be plowing now. And and, God know. bless you with that fucking wax Taylor Swift. Oh, man. Have him play something for us? Oh, yes. Tony, I totally forgot. And Slim is a genius. Could you play something for us? Yeah, dude, for sure. Give me one second. Grab my oh, guitar here. Thank you, brother. Good call, Slim. I've been drinking the Heinies. Got the blue moon going over here. Look at me, high class today. I saw, man. Can you hear that guitar okay? Fucking perfect. Yeah, that's good, man. Cool, I've actually got it going in. Sweet. All right, I'll play you a tune called Compassion. Okay. 
There are some battles in this world and the wrong folks that win it. Grinning, condemning every one of us, ascending us. Look at these details. They treat our females like retail. Capture their minds and package their bodies up for resale. These people get pissed when I twist what I twist. Then I insist on giving the cannabis a kiss because that flower's got the power to devour the Tower of Babylon. They're building on my American lawn. Wickedness, concealed behind the white picket fence. Conspicuously meticulous at kicking out us dissidents. What do I say? Do I like this corporate state? Working a stickity mickety ickity these every day just to get paid a minimum wage. Come on, it's time we turn history's page. Compassion, the easiest thing to ignite is colorful people with the easiest kind to divide. Compassion, the easiest thing to ignite is colorful people with the easiest kind to divide. Tell me, tell me, why, why the baby's crying, the baby's crying. It's time we stand up together, we're at the end of our tether. This ball we call our world, can I survive this weather forever? Tick tock, that's the sound of a wicked clock. A reminder that our time on this planet could easily stop. Compassion is like the wind, and truth is like the fire, and gold from the distorted fortress of corporate desire. Higher and higher we must aspire, like a forest in the mire, with our roots rooted in these rootless times. But our branches reaching skyward, cause we're seeking to bring to fruition that which we desire, a heaven in which to dwell, unhampered by empire. Shut. Compassion, the easiest thing to ignite is colorful people, the easiest kind to divide. Compassion, the easiest thing to ignite is colorful people, the easiest kind to divide. Tell me, tell me why, why the babies cry. Yeah. Tell me why, yeah. Glad you guys did. Was Crazy. that guitar crazy loud? No, no, no. It was fine, everything man. was. So I was watching the levels at a few times. It sounded fine, like it was so. like right here in the in the. Room. Yeah, yeah. 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 It great. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's awesome. Again, that modern technology, man. It's yeah. Pretty... Yeah. It was weird too when I was playing too. It's such a bizarre thing because you know I've played in studio before in interviews, but it's so bizarre to be like sitting in my basement here. You know, <laughs> no, for your guys' audience, it's a trip. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Tony. And again, can you tell everyone where to find you, dude? Yeah, always uh, TonyDollarMusic.com. You can check out the podcast at MikeAndTonyShow.com. It's according to Mike and Tony. Um, you hit me on Facebook. Everything's uh, TonyDollarMusic except for my Twitter, which is at TonyDollar1. Cool, dude. Yeah. Dude, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. And, so do uh, we. And, and connecting and doing this whole thing, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty sweet, and I, I appreciate it and the support. Thank you, man. Thanks again, dude. Thanks, sir. Good man. Take care. Well, Take it easy, guys. Soon. You too, brother. Later. Right on. Later. Later, bro. Peace. Wow, that was hey. so fucking cool, that man. Was, that was pretty fucking awesome. Wow. That was a great call because I 
I was having yeah, well, I was looking at the time, and I was like, and I was like well, dude, maybe dude, I should ask. The was so sure. clean, too. Yeah, it, yeah, really it was really good. Yeah, that's what Jewel said. He, and he said he the sick. song was fucking awesome. Yeah. All right, guys, we're taking a break. We'll be oh, back. Yes. You heard that Marley influence? Yeah. Christopher. Is... Hello? Hello, Christopher. Christopher Moon? No, my name is Chief John Runningwater. <laughs> Chief, Chief, Chief Runningwater, you're a little early. Can you wait, like, uh... Maybe call back in like 10 minutes, okay? I will try. All right, thank you, Chief. Thank I'm going to go play with myself. All right, you All can right. do that, Chief Running Wonder. All right, what's, what's going on, guys? Robin Swim Show, and we are on the air right now with Christopher Moon. What's going on, Chris? Hey, not much. How are you guys? We're pretty good. So uh, so what are you? You're, you're a, a psychic, and you, and you have a box that communicates with the dead? Yeah, psychic medium. Um, I actually have, uh, it's called Frank's Box, Telephone to the Dead. Uh, completed version of Thomas Edison's Telephone to the Dead. Thomas Edison built a telephone for the to communicating with the dead? Yeah, he was actually working on it before he died. Um, oh, that's ironic. Much. Powered by orphan <laughs> souls. <laughs> can, yeah, you, right. can you communicate with Thomas Edison with it? And oh, like, yeah. You can, you can pretty much talk to anybody. Did you ever ask Thomas Edison, like, why, like, why he never like why he tried to design a box to communicate with the dead in the first place? Yeah, he was actually uh, working on the box because his uh, mother passed away. She was a spiritualist, and uh, he started to re-examine his views on the afterlife. Basically, decided if energy could be created nor destroyed, uh, could only change form. Uh, we being energy, he decided he could actually build a machine that would uh, communicate with the other side. Right. Who's the most famous person you've ever communicated with? Most famous dead person. Uh, there's been a few, um, you know, John Lennon came through at one point, um, wow. that was pretty interesting. So do you um, have, do you have like full-blown conversation with them? Like, do you just hang out in your room and channel dead people and have like full-blown conversations or? <laughs> no, man, I, I never use it for myself. I only do it, uh, on the road. I basically to make money. With great power. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. Great. Right. Swiftiness. What, um, what was your first paranormal, paranormal experience? Uh, it happened when I was seven. I actually uh, basically woke up in the middle of the night in a new house to uh, kids standing at the end of my bed. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty intense. It was the first experience I ever had like that. So um, I got up in the morning and told my dad, who was a skeptic Catholic, uh, you know what had happened. And basically he told me the only ghost was the Holy Ghost. So my journey started right there. Yeah, that is a strong journey. It's, it's touching. Peter, have you have any? Have you ever had any uh, experiences like that? Nah, no, I can't. No. Not, Mike, not have you can, ever had any? I can't say that I have. I did once when I was a kid. There was this like arm I saw hanging out of a bedroom, and I was. Oh, like, was out of a trunk, right? It might have been out of a truck. Trunk, and it was like a. And out of a trunk. Hanging there. Yeah. Did see Sasquatch once? Fuck no. Have seen Sasquatch? That's pretty cool. <laughs> What uh, do you do? You believe in all things supernatural? Like, are you into aliens and like all that, or Satan, is it just like just... Satan bulls? <laughs> is it just no, dead people? No. <laughs> Have you ever solved the mystery? Have you ever solved the mystery? That's a good one. Yeah, we've had some interesting ones happen. We uh, we're working with law enforcement agency, oh. law enforcement agency here in Colorado, and we're able to put some things together for them. And, uh, yeah, we, we uh, did the Lizzie Borden house. I don't know where you guys are located, but uh, up in Massachusetts. Um, okay. Ended up putting together the whole story about what happened there, which is pretty crazy. So she did it? Make the movie? 
basically, she uh, you know she never got her hands dirty, but she had an illegitimate brother that was the one who actually swung the axe. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah cool. we had no idea. It was pretty cool. Do you know who Jack the Ripper was? Like, if, have you communicated with Jack the Ripper, and can you tell us who he was? You know, I've never even tried. You should try. Like, no, that's, I... that's a big thing, man. Like, if you can find out who Jack the Ripper was, like, I think that would right? be... That'd be awesome. I guess you wouldn't, I guess you, like, what do you need to communicate? Like, can you pick who you communicate with, or do they just come through randomly? Yeah, it sounds crazy, but you just reach out to them. You know, we've got spirit guys that call them technicians. Basically, reach out to them and ask them to bring you the energy, and if they want to talk, they'll come through and talk to you. Okay. Uh, Christopher Moon, I think we have a call. Uh, hi, who's this? You're on the phone with uh, Christopher Moon. He's a medium. He contacts the dead. Uh, yeah, guys, this is uh, Joey. Joey, what's Joey, going on, Joey? What's happening, guys? I, you got a, uh, he contacts the dead? Yeah, he's got yeah. a box that he uh, talks to the dead with. Can, can, can he get my buddy Doug on there? He died a couple years ago. He fell asleep behind a wheel. Yeah, you know, we, we do a lot of sessions trying to help people live stream things with their friends, family, and things like that, so... Yeah, absolutely. If you're interested in doing a reading, go ahead and uh, give me a call or uh, hit up my I website. Just to to fuck up. No, wait, I didn't kill him. I just want everybody to know I, I didn't kill him. <laughs> That's good to let everybody know. Hello? I guess Joey hung up. Yep. I don't that was bizarre. I guess yes. Joey hung up there. Um yeah. how much do you charge how much guilty. how much do you charge? Yeah, you did sound a little guilty. <laughs> I don't know why you would ask, you know, if, well whatever. Um how, how much right. do you charge for like readings? Uh, it's 120 bucks for per reading. Oh, I think we have another another call. Hold on here. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Robin Slim Show. You're on the phone with Christopher Moon. Who's this? Hey guys. Hey Frankie. Is that Frankie? I think that's Frankie. What's going on, Frankie? Yeah, like Joey. <laughs> he does sound similar to Joey. I think they're related. <laughs> I think they're cousins, actually. They might be cousins. What's going on, wow. Frankie? Why wow, did Joey call you guys? What? Did yes. Joey call? Yes, Joey called us. Yeah, he did. I hate that motherfucker, bro. Why, why don't you like Joey? He's a fucking dick. <laughs> I think he killed your friend, too. Yeah. Yeah, wow. just don't need to be psychic. Got a revelation today. <laughs> Frankie, do you have any questions? Frankie, you have any questions for Christopher Moon? He talks to the dead. Can he tell my grandmother she's a cunt? She didn't leave me anything. <laughs> Hold on, Frankie. I think we have another call coming through. Um, okay. Hi, Ro Robin Slim Show. Hi, who's this? Uh, yeah, uh... I want to know if he could contact people that were dead, but they were in a coma, and then came out and went back again. That sounds complicated. Yeah. What? Uh, he said it sounds complicated. Did that answer your, your question? No. <laughs> if he yes or no, does he do or does he don't? <laughs> do, do, do you do or you don't, I guess? It's so basically, if they go into a coma, then come out of the coma, and go back to the coma again, can I reach them through the box? What about that little kid? <laughs> my, my mother's been dead. They brought her back, though. Oh, okay, okay. So she's dead again. I probably wouldn't bother. 
Why? I love that. The seven-year-old. Okay, so we have a seven-year-old, your mother, and, oh, the last one was a grandma. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd, I'd, I'd have to sort the whole thing out and figure it out. Could you get them all uh, on at once? Like, get I, the might, I might be able to get you a family discount. All right. A lot of people coming through. What about Romano? His career is bad. Sounds like a good deal uh, to me, that? Frankie. Uh, Ray, Ray Amato? <laughs> Ray Amato? To try to resurrect his career? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I can help with that. We were wondering, like, Bill Cosby. He discounts for midgets. What? <laughs> well, yeah, we charge half price, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is going What's going on, on Frankie? What, Frankie, you all right You all right there? Do you, oh, know, do you know which dead people like to do it? What about okay, Jews? I mean, are there any Jews you talk to? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Frankie. Uh, hello? Hello? Uh, you got you guys callers cars. We need one question at a time. Um, yeah, too many, too many, too many. So you guys, you guys got to slow down. What did the other guy want to know? Do you know right which type of dead people like to do it? Well, I say probably. I'm gonna say. It. <laughs> That might be some I, white noise. I think that line needs to be exercised. Probably. I, think, I think you might be right. I think you might absolutely. We need so, do you know what type of dead people like to do it? The uh, the horny ones. The horny <laughs> ones. All right. Yeah, I'm assuming. Well, uh, yeah. Have you ever talked to a dead porn star before? Uh, no, but there's a first time for everything. Um, Oh, you know, I think we have another call another coming call. in. Okay. Uh, hi, Robin Slim Show. You're on the phone with Christopher Moon. Who's this? This is Chief Tom Running Water. How you doing, Chief? We haven't What's talked up, to you Chief? in a while. Wow. I know. I don't think I've talked to you guys in many moons. <laughs> you could say that. You That's could... ironic. Ah. You could say that. Yeah. What's going on, sure. Chief? Do you have any Do you have any questions for uh, the medium, uh, Christopher Moon? Yes, I was wondering if you ever had a reading by an Indian medicine man. Uh, a reading by an Indian medicine man? No, um, but I have actually uh, had a uh, an African tribe that saw some of my footage, and uh, that was a medicine man there. But no, I can't say that I have had uh, a medicine man, a Native American. Well, to tell you the truth, I am a Indian medicine man. All right. May I give you a reading if you would like? Uh, it would, that would just be, it would make my day. Please do. Okay. Let me, uh, meditate a little bit. Why does the chief sound like he has mouth cancer? <laughs> he's getting wow. a reading while he's meditating. Too much peyote. Oh, okay. I just have, I've had a little bit of the bottle tonight. <laughs> oh, good. Too much wild turkey, too chief? Love all right, all right. <laughs> so what I see is, I see a green field and some pastures uh -huh. with a wolf guide spirit. Uh -huh. Across this pasture is a river flowing uh -huh. to the north where the golden currency of the guards sits at the banks of a great river bank. Uh 
Uh, I see your 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 spirit animal as being a long haired moose. A long haired moose, yes. It is braided on him a rope. And, and, uh-huh. and in this in this rope is a golden uh-huh. ear of corn. Uh-huh. The gold of the gods. And uh-huh. as your spirit animal it, it walks past this great river bank and he spots a wet mud soaked beaver. <laughs> And he starts stalking this wet mud soaked beaver. And the beaver. So hold on, wait. The, the, the moose is stalking the mud soaked beaver. I just want to be clear about this. He's talking to the mud soaked Oh, he's talking to him. I thought he, I thought he was trying to stalk him. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. He's talking to him. Oh, okay. this, this beaver is really, really wet and soaked in the mud banks of this great river. Yes. And as they both travel up the river together, they, they see a, a great giant totem pole rolling out the side of the river. Pole. It, is, it is big, it is massive. It is, it is huge. Robbing. It goes up, it goes up mm. to the moon. Chief, I think you oh. need to lay off the wild turkey for the night. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Peyote and Novocaine? I think you need to lay Oh, lots of peyote. There. You have no idea. I've, I once had a dream once when I was on peyote. Was there a seven-year-old and involved? Uh, there might have been. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There's one time I smoked peyote. And in my spirit dream, I wrestled a wolf to the ground, <laughs> and it felt like for hours we went we went at it. We were rolling around in this dreamlike stance, uh-huh. trying to come through the end of our struggle. Uh-huh. And at the end, as I lied down the wolf and I was about to force it into a submission, I woke up from my dream state naked in the middle of a prairie, and half my body was, a, was covered a, a in a cactus needles. And the di- distinct odor of buffalo feces is smeared all over my body. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Yes. That night was the greatest experience of my life. <laughs> hey, guys, guys, so after I, I, Chris, after I heard about the spirit box, I actually went online to find my own spirit box. And I do uh, actually have one, and I have been communicating with the dead. I'm going to actually get my spirit box real quick oh while these God. guys take over. So, um, Okay. Yeah. Do it, do it, go for it. Chief! Chief, you still with us? Yes, I am here with you. Thank you. Thank you for that. That was... was Amazing. It was incredible. Always a pleasure to talk to Chief. I haven't ever even known the Chief this way. This is great. Yeah, it's profound stuff. Where where did you get the Um, I I feel like I'm completely enlightened. some guy sold it to me. Oh, a guy in an alley? Uh, let, me, let me take Oh. Hey, it's falling everywhere. What you need, buddy? It's... I need the, uh, the remote oh. for the, the device here. Where's your hand? Oh, you need a remote? Oh, I lost my hand. Oh, here's these, it. these dials are kind of two-dimensional here. So, so this spirit box is... <laughs> it's pretty big. It's a very big spirit box. Uh, and it's, uh... Uh-oh. It says boo-boo on it, and it's got this dial. Um... <laughs> This dial on here, we can contact uh, Vikings, <laughs> ghosts, dead babies, uh, zombies, uh, zombies, pirates, 
and apparently Macho Man, Macho Man which is <laughs> yeah, oh apparently God, Macho Man. Did, so I'm gonna I try. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna ask. Why is there an Indian chief on there? <laughs> well, I was gonna well, say, I know there were already dead Indian chiefs, so I'm gonna um, I'm gonna set this to uh, to Macho, macho man. man. Oh yeah, Macho. Yeah, we'll try. I'm mean, trying, but I'm not getting. Not mine. I would go Macho Man. Oh, not. oh wait, wait, oh. something's there. Oh. Somebody's there. Oh. Somebody's there. Oh. Got it. All right, hold on. We gotta. Hello. Oh, wow, amazing. What's going on with you guys? Macho Man! Hey, Macho Man! Yo, Macho Man! I miss you, Macho Man! Why'd you have to try? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Macho Man, are you there? Yeah. He wants to ask Macho Man a question. It doesn't sound like I got in the box. You, you, guys have to, uh, you guys have to mysteries. tell me what you want to ask Macho Man so I can communicate uh, to him. Okay. Can you ask him if he's snapping into a Slim Jim right now? He wants to ask if he's snapping into a Slim Jim. Are you Macho Man? Are right you snapping now. into a Slim Jim? Well, you're snapping into your corner instead. Why are you there's slim jims in hell? That's all that's all my news. It's all like with slim jims everywhere, just dangling in my face. Oh man, that's amazing. I always wonder if I try the greatest mysteries. My dingle dangles. Oh no. Oh no, I always had a thing about Macho Man. <laughs> I think Macho Man hung up. Fuck. Oh, oh, come on. I don't got anything better to do in hell. Oh, <laughs> He's still there, alright. He doesn't give up. Macho Man, are you wrestling in hell? Of course I am. I just had a giant smackdown with Andre last night. Fuck him. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm just waiting down here for Hogan to show up. What about Roddy Piper? Yeah, did you see Roddy Piper what yet? What about Piper? Did he get there yet? I heard he's in I heaven. Like hell Regards to Colonel Custard. He said, uh, the, the, "Our chief, our Indian chief, wants you to give regards to Colonel Custard." Ooh. And then talk him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> talk him in the ass. <laughs> Just humble him. Real hard. It's not Real gay hard. in hell. Use your fist if you have to. He says, "Use your fist if you have to, Macho Man."
<laughs> Any more questions for the macho man before he gets back in that ring? No. Oh, no are you oiled up in there? Are you oiled up in there? Are you oiled up in there, macho man? Oh, I have 12 layers of oil all on me. That's You have no idea. <laughs> it's not gay if you're oiled up. It certainly is not. All right, I think I've, I've lost the connection to Macho Man. Oh, this box, oh, this box is kind of, it's, it's good. I mean, it's that, good, though. I, thought that, was a good, I thought that was a good uh, communication there. I mean, that was that pretty was, strong. Yeah, that was pretty clear. Absolutely. Strong and wrong. And wrong. <laughs> the hell, that was pretty good. It was strong yeah. and wrong. Got those infernal, uh, those infernal. I'm What's surprised that? he wasn't being chased by, like, fucking flaming hell bulls. I know. Right? Right? I guess he's <laughs> taken over down there, man. He wrestled the devil. Smackdown style. Fuck yeah, Rumble Royal. All right, all right. Well, thank you, Christopher Moon. We're gonna let you go. Uh, do you have any plugs? Right. Uh no, no plugs. Just check out my website. All right, we'll all let right. people check out your website. Take care, brother. Uh, thank you, Chief. Chief. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chief. Thank you very much, Chief. It was Chief. a pleasure uh, hearing from you. Hopefully, we'll hear from you again in another thousand years. Yes. No, I'll, I'll call in sometime soon. Okay, maybe, Chief. Maybe I can give some of your other guests a reading. I would <laughs> we that. would absolutely enjoy that. I like it two knuckles no, deep. I love my reading. What is that? I like my reading two knuckles deep. Yes, I like mine fish deep in a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> and then that beaver is yelling out to the gods. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's break time. Alrighty. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye guys. See ya. Wow. It's been a great show. What's going on, guys? Thank you to all the last callers. Dude, Joey, caller. Frankie, uh, the guy with the coma, Chief yeah, Rainwater. Oh, Chief, you're amazing, bro. I'm glad my spirit box worked. Blew my mind. The spirit yeah, box man. is great. I'm glad you spent that money. You didn't even need the divining rod. <laughs> <laughs> on Amazon, I think. Yeah. I got it. I want it on eBay off of some guy. It's uh, time to get swifty. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, yeah. Gotta get swifty. Swifty. Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show. Uh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I guess call us right back. I. We don't yeah, have we any. Don't, we don't hear anything. Any audio? Must be a spirit messing with us. I think so. The chief <laughs> maybe could be. Uh... Did he curse us? I'm surprised all those group calls work because usually after yeah using usually Skype, people yeah it start it gets swifty. Well, I don't know if the one guy had gotten kicked off or if he was just kind of on the phone the whole time Perhaps chilling we, or uh, I don't we know. We angered the great spirit with our spirit box. I think so. The pentagram you drew on it. Even man, when I called like... Jules the first time, it was like. Rah, 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 rah. Well, you need the pentagram. Open Anthony. Open Anthony. It doesn't work without the pentagram. Yeah, you can't. Really doesn't. You gotta, you've got to make. Well, that's what it was. You, we summoned like Satan through that box. Like, I think so. While we were talking yeah. to Macho Man, yeah. a portal had opened and yeah. fucking. Yeah. My ass. Why is that naked guy on the screen? And why is he <laughs> in my lap? What's uh? Is my music pause? <laughs> no, this really... is an ad. So... Yeah, I know. I just want to make sure. Yo, do what? Oh, my phone. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, just...
<laughs> I'm glad that guy stayed on the whole time. Oh I thought he was going to hang up on us. Oh my God. I thought we were going to get like five minutes, like a Dr. Pat out of that. <laughs> um, still I'm no trying to call uh, Brandon, I think. But there's no... There's no ring or anything? There's a lot of random shit that happens, so no. I don't know. Let me try calling the show. Let's see what happens. Fuck, because this would suck if we couldn't do this interview. Is it ringing? Can you hear me? No. Hello? Did something get unplugged? I see something, because there's all kinds of shit go going around, so I see something got unplugged. Check all the wires. Robin Slim Show. Nothing. <clears throat> what about the, uh... Try to reboot the Skype, I guess? Robin Slim Show. Uh, yeah, uh, give us a call back in, like, two minutes. I gotta reboot the Skype, I think. I am so sorry. Check, uh... check. Yeah, I don't know. Because I just called and there was no audio. Crap. All, all the wires are in. Everything's good. Everything's yeah, I all these over here, all these here over here Everything are good. Everything in, in here is good. So when Triple Action Pump calls, you tell them to fuck themselves. <laughs> I My shit's like not muted or nothing. Can you play any sounds? Let's go while we're young. No, it <laughs> sounds good. Hey, everybody, we're all gonna get late. <laughs> Did you try? Are you booting back up? I hit it to start back up. It's not doing shit. Fuck, man. I don't even know if it quit correctly. Oh, there it goes. It says it's signing in. Did you hear any noise when it? No, there was no, nothing. Because usually it makes a noise. Hello? Nothing. There's no ringing. There's no... There's no nothing. Take that out. Put it back in. I think we angered the spirits. Fuck! Now it's making noise at least. Alright. I don't hear anything. I don't hear it ringing. I hear it now. There we go. Hello? Hello? I hear you. Okay. I hear you. Alright, we're okay. good. Yay. Stupid Skype. Fuck. Christopher said, thanks for having them on. We're funny as hell. Nice. <laughs> yes. Did he really? Yeah. That's fucking awesome. amazing. He's the best. He is. He's <laughs> cool, yeah. <laughs> I just thanked him for having a great sense of humor. Nice. Nice. <laughs> 
We gotta have the chief back on. Yes. Just message Brandon. Hopefully he calls. I do. We have his number or no? I can't tell for sure. I. Oh, how ne Necronomicon, Mr. Moon was, said Dave Hodge. <laughs> it's time to get Schwiffney. Robin Slim Show. This is Brandon. You guys up and running? Yeah, we're yeah. good, man. Sorry good, about Brandon? that. Sorry, dude. Oh, no problem. How you no doing problem. tonight? How's it going, man? Uh, exhausted, but uh, alive, Us too. I should say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. We've had a lot of fucking shit going on tonight, bro. And you, you are a, a screenwriter. Yeah. And you were yeah, said, you told me... Fighting the chisel to the Hollywood wall. Yeah, you told me earlier you were in the middle of a move from Vegas to L.A.? Yeah, I was I was hauling hauling the nuts yesterday and uh, Monday and Tuesday to get it all done and yeah, so I'm exhausted today. Wow, but still here and alive. <laughs> That's cool, dude. And I saw you're from Chicago, like but you know by Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I've been all up and down from Oak Park and Cicero and lived in Bloomington, I'm downstate, and then of course being in prison, I've been about in every town outside of 50 miles of nowhere. Wow. Um, and I, I had heard man. your interview on the Naked Porch, and, dude, I couldn't stop listening. I, it was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it gave it all, and, and a lot of people are shocked to, to hear all that history of, you know, uh, the struggle through life. And I got it. It said your mom, uh, you said your mom killed herself, and your dad died when you were 12, right? Yeah. Yeah, she committed suicide, and uh, we had suicide pact, and I didn't follow through with it, and she fell, uh, followed through with it when I was in St. Louis with my father. Holy shit. And wow. So I rebounded from that one all right, but, you know, the the mental damage is going to get you in later in years. It caught up and, you know, got abandonment issues and felt like, uh, screw love, there must be no such thing of it. And yeah. so went the other direction, you know, hate and... And that gets you nowhere. Yeah. Right. Did you have any positive um, influences in your life as a child? Yeah, I had my uh, I had my grandmother, who's uh, the beacon of unconditional love. Like, no matter what she did, she's there. Yeah. And so that hung on to me. You know, she, was, she ingrained in me God and the Bible. And, of course, I was the prodigal son. I didn't want nothing to do with God. But she yeah, always, I wouldn't either. You know, I'd say, yeah, like, is this the deck of cards I got? You know, and it just, it wasn't getting easier. And I thought, well, you know, doing evil seemed to work a lot better. and Pay got off a lot right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, now the devil never lets you ride for free on his roller coaster. You know, he will come pay his dues and and get his pound of flesh. Yeah. It's and, like every every lie and every betrayal you commit is just like another hit on your self-esteem and just comes back yeah because I, I by heart you know was a good-hearted person you know i was even uh sometimes uh called the honest criminal because i was like i never wanted anybody to be hurt that didn't have it coming right you know, yeah 
and so I was like, you know, none of this running around and punching old ladies in the head and grab their bags or, you know, <laughs> killing people for shoes. It's like, nah, we didn't tolerate that. Yeah. You know, they would try to get away with it. But I always said a kind heart, you know, for the homeless and the poor. And so I was like, you know, the whole time I'm watching this whole thing, I'm going, it's really not me. But it's fast money. It's powered something that I, I couldn't get because I had tried to go to school at the death of both of my parents. And it seemed like I was just surrounded. You know, I had a friend die in St. Louis by uh, gang warfare before I was even in it when I was over at his house. Oh, shit. And so wow. I'm sitting there going, you know, nobody relates to me. I'm just this shadow that, you know, just doesn't want to be bothered socially by kids or can't seem to fit in, can't everything collapses. So I just wanted to be that, that kid that everybody would fear and go, oh, man, he can get somebody after you. Yeah. That guy can get guns and drugs and women. And and so that's the reputation I was building, but it just felt uneasy the whole time. Like, this really isn't me. Right. Yeah. So, I'm just... Just playing the part. Yeah. So you were yeah. like, were you kind yeah. of, so as a kid you were kind of like socially awkward? Yeah. Definitely, uh, you know, then that's the generation today, like with my daughter and, and her friends. It's like they they come home from school, and you know, she graduated now, but then they just go in the room, and you wouldn't see nothing of them. If you cook yeah. something, they just grab a food, go back into the room, play video games, and and that's the kid I was. Like, I didn't want to be bothered. I didn't want to, you know, I thought it was fake and phony, you know, try to get in these clicks in school as far as I made it. I got expelled my sophomore yeah. year, third week into it. I was gonna say, how do yeah, you? I thought it was funny. How do you yeah. concentrate on anything after all that's happened to you as as a child, especially man? It, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it, it reaction, it reaction. I was I was great my own coffin one one little nail at a time, and so I, it just bothered me. You know, they're on the basketball team, or here's the cheerleaders, and everybody's got a glorifying idol. And I was like, ah, screw all them. Yeah, you know, I just have them fear me. They, you know. Like I'm going to bounce a basketball off my head and like I'm bounce bullets off. Yup. I, I don't know if I can ask this or not, but have you killed someone? I could never discuss that. Yeah. Like, right. Wow. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I just saw a lot of, a lot of violent things in Chicago. Just a lot of violent things going up there. And, you know, it's, it's turf wars and it's fights for your life. Yeah. I had a buddy who was, uh, actually got signed right when he died, but he was he was into music and he was always afraid that if he ever made it big that somebody would recognize him from his past and he did a lot of shady stuff, man. And he was always afraid of getting recognized and getting like killed at a performance or something. Yeah, it's I'm not so much the the vice lords had they they're they're still strong. They're still anywhere between thirty five thousand members operating out of Chicago and fifty to sixty thousand uh, across the United States. Wow! But they became Unlike gangs like the Latin Kings and uh, MS-13 and stuff like that, they became very disorganized in their government structures. You know, they used to be very organized, uh, carried out, you know, brutality with precision. And it's now it's just melted in these, basically, if you're born on these blocks, you're automatically going to either be a traveler vice or you're going to be uh, an undertaker, you're going to be uh, mafia insane just automatically like you don't even have the choice anymore and it used to be you had to prove your metal and mm. and then you know there was laws to abide by and and i started watching it unravel in the 90s when i was in it and you're just going wow this isn't what 
we have this strong literature that gives you this great esprit de corps going, you know, yeah, I'm a vice lord. And you're watching the guys that are violating people in the hypocrisy uh, rolling out. And you're going, man, these guys are supposed to be our chiefs. And they're going in the houses and smoking crack. And they're double dealing their own guys. And, and so I was just like, I was really getting a bad taste, you know, yeah. from, from it already when I was on the outside. And then, what made you uh, clean up? And get away from that. Uh, got to the joint, and there was it was reverse racism on me because I always stood up for the black community. You know, uh, lived with a black family for a while. Uh, oh, wow. You know, still still in contact with them. They're awesome. But it was like I, I thought I did all this, and then when I get to prison, I'm supposed to have the type of rank that you you can take over a house at least, if not you know that a deck, a gallery. And I mean, they treated me still like I was a foot soldier and you know, uh, hold the shank down and, and make sure they know their literature and walk in. I was, I was like, well, I'm supposed to be a universal. That's, wow. that's the branch elite's job. Not, you know, that's not universal. Universal is basically just watching over the branch elites, making sure everything's assigned duties. And I mean, they were treating me like I, I was a vice lord for six months and just dropped off the turnip truck. Wow. And so I would, I would get some weed smuggled in and, and and you can make a lot of money, you know, if a cap of toothpaste, cap of weed in prison, you can make 20 to 50 bucks. And so if you smoke, if you smuggle just an ounce in, I mean, you, you make thousands. And so I'm giving these guys legs up in the joint, you know, bring it in stuff. And I had rips in my, my jacket, the state jackets they give you. So I'd be at a visit, you know, and they'd pass it, you know, across the table and I'd stuff it in the jacket and, not a, not of an ounce of time. I mean, just two eighths or three eighths, and I'd come so it wasn't stinking so much. The officer being like, "Oh, who's smoking? They're probably out there in the shed smoking it anyway." You want some of these guys? <laughs> and so I, I went. I was I'd smuggle. I'd try to get them, you know, up on on their feet, and and then I'd they'd say, "Oh man, so and so ripped me off in another gallery." You know, this is going to be a it's going to be a war over this. So I was just a bunch of balking, you know, and I would see them come in from the store bags and bags of food and I said, Hey man, where's my fifty bucks at? Mm. You know. Oh no, no, this is past old and so I'd write him up on charges under Vice Lord Law and one one of them named Dum Dum, Tom Tom, but I called him Dum Dum. And he'd be like, uh, No man, I I I I I got it, man. This is stuff that people owe me. I said, What do you think? I'm stupid? Fox some charges in. Fox some charges on me. You know, I just wanted to take his throw and wipe the floor with it yeah but i was going uh no i mean i'm not stupid i'm gonna file charges on you You know go the regular course and stuff and everything that i did then take to the the guys that run the committee that's over the prison and they'd be like no it's insufficient what's insufficient about it is this guy has no money coming in on his bugs and here comes all these grocery bags he's got his own clothes going on in here and you didn't get it from the weed I gave him? No, no, it's, you can't, you know, and that's when I started just didn't drop out. I just, because they can exonerate you, but they're going to kick your kick your ass out. And so yeah. I was just like, I'm just done with it. Where where and, did you serve time? Where? Yeah. Oh, I started out in Jolly at Dracula's Castle. And, you know, I was 18 years old when I first went down. And uh, I was a skinny guy, but I, wow. you know, I had heavy rank behind me and, this place looked like a giant castle. I was like, this is not the Holiday Inn that they're talking about in the prison brochures. And huh. there's a guard up there just cocking his shotgun. And 
And I was going, you know, I called my grandma from the yard, and they're trying to, you know, sell buns, you know, people's buns as they go through, you know. And, uh, hey, I got the white boy over there. I got the guy over there. And, uh, and I'm looking up, and I'm going, wait a minute, man, I'm a, you know, I'm plugged. I'm a vice lord, you know. Oh, they didn't even believe it, you know. And I'm sitting there with guys that are coming in from the city with me, and they're just, they think it's the funniest thing in the world, you know, because they're going to wait and tell them, you know, and they all, no, I got him. I got a carton on that white boy. Wow. Oh, crap, you know. Holy So this shit, is what man. I'm walking into. And and so that was the first one that I've been all over, Mount Sterling, Shawnee a couple of times. That was a gladiator camp. been to Sheridan, um, Logan, East Moline, Sweet Moline. That was the only minimum I've been to. Wow. Uh, to the Illinois River and the Illinois River, uh, uh, Mount Sterling. Yeah. Wow. There's probably a couple more. I just got so used to riding that. Wow, dude. That prison bus, that bluebird, I just, you know. Did, did you get right in, when you finally, you know, gave up on it? Is that when you got into screenwriting? Oh, no, absolutely not. I was, I just, I was done with that, and I, so I got into the occult. Uh, and I met some guys in there that were in some of Crowley's orders, and he's been dead since 47, the orders that he formed. Wow. And so I was really going to go. You know, I even tried my hand with God getting out of the gangs at first, and I got in with them, them phony ministers. You know, you got Joyce Liars and Benny Sin and uh, Joel Smokescreen and, oh, you know, all those guys. Yeah. And so I tried to get into that, all that prosperity stuff. You know, God's going to bless me bless if I write right. my prayer on a cloud. Yes. And <laughs> a bunch of crap. And so it really yeah. gave me a distaste. And so I was like, well, I'm going to see what the other side has to offer and that's what it was actually wow getting into satanism to begin with the church of Satan. that i was actually thinking man there's it's just a philosophy it's a way of life it's a culture and it's not everything that you know christians run from and but it wasn't strong enough for me it was you know i kind of see uh so holes and these conundrums and these these paradigms and stuff like that that were going on that just didn't make sense and i was like one minute you know they're teetering against Aleister Crowley and next minute they're praising him mm. and I'm just going you know what is going on here yeah. to talk to me right. was just either good or evil mm. wow so had you actually and practiced there, like black magic and stuff yeah I started out in black magic once again I, I seem to always want to gravitate towards the things that cater to the dark side and the right. anemis and the you know the shadow and so I, I started out with Satanism, the dark of the dark, and then when I got into ceremonial magic, you know, I realized, you know, it was still, now that I look back on it, it's still dark stuff. You know, yeah. you can you can paint a, a demon's name, whatever you want, but it's still a demon, but they say they're angelic masters of this planetary order, and so it's really, it was more with the way my brain operates, I loved ceremonial magic because it was very, like, it was idiot-proof. Right. You know, if if you were just some goomba with a uh, slayer shirt on, and pick up one of these books and think you're going to understand magic, it's absolutely impossible. That was me. I and... I was that jerk off. I bought the Necronomicon in <laughs> my slayer shirt. So. <laughs> and, and, and you're reading it out the door, and your neighbor's cats are going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that neighbor. And... Yeah, I actually got the Necronomicon when I was in prison. They wouldn't let it in, and. Oh, wow. Uh, so I ended up going to Shawnee versus Illinois River when I was getting into the ceremonial magic and 
hooked up with some of the orders on the outside, and so I was getting their their tablets. You know, you got the Emerald Tablets of Toth, and mm-hmm. so I was reading that and gravitating through the ranks as fast as I could in there without actually, you know, being able to perform, you know, in a cell. And so I ended up getting some of the officers through religious rites to practice some of the stuff in the chapel of all places, except it was after hours and nobody knew it. And, but it was, you know, it was a religious freedom I was fighting for. And so I started really gravitating. And then like an officer, they would start coming to me at their cells at night. And these are the guys that are running around saying they're, you know, the Christians during the day and God bless and, you know, read Mark mm-hmm. 13, 15 to the other inmates. And they're coming asking me questions about the occult. And so when I got the Necronomicon, uh, sent in, they didn't allow it, it was under publication list, and couldn't let it in. Wow. And I was like, well, I don't get it, because, you know, there is stuff in there about uh, human sacrifice, but if you don't believe it, you don't believe it. You know, there's right. human sacrifice in the Bible. And so one of the officers, he said, well, when I went to send it back to your, my grandma, of all people, that's who got, like, all the occult books that they didn't accept, like, huh. she's stacking up these occult books and she's the biggest christian i've ever known <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and he and he said when he was he had to read a few pages you know and he said i've seen that movie that you were dead you know and i'm going yeah. all right <laughs> you know, that's great you know, i'm going to equate it with the movie on me and he said he started seeing dark shadows you know in the property room and he said so i'm seeing this stuff's a little real and i said absolutely it's real and i said but you know don't also don't let your mind become your worst enemy because a lot of it is a lot of magic is you know the great work the conversion of the holy guardian angel and all that is actually self-transformation of yourself so a lot of these demons according to a cult philosophy is just really different functions of your mind that you don't know about that you're bringing outside of your body that's how i always thought about it i had read i had read that's what the buddhists actually believe that like that demons are actually in your mind. They're not an actual, yeah. like, being. Yeah, it, it was a soothing pill, because uh, that's what I was like. I wanted everything, and then I started just to look at logic, and I said, well, they'll read any book, Tibetan Book of the Dead, the you know, Bhagavad Gita. They'll read any, cultists will read anything to assimilate, you know, knowledge of all the secret, you know, uh, the secret happenings, you know, your psychic pretense and, and I was like, but that's stay away from that Bible. So that was my first clue. I was going, they read anything but that Bible. They accept any, you know, they read the Quran, they read, but they would stay away from that Bible. And I said, so th- to me, there's something there. Yeah. And they're like, and, and they conjured with the 72 names of God, you know, when you're in uh, Thelemic magic. And I'm just going, yeah, I don't think these are all God's names that he's going to use for that purpose, you know, but it yeah. sounded awesome at the time. And so I had officers come and, you know, uh, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, did shift change right after they got off the, at their shift. And they'd say, you know, I had this magic book my kid uh, brought home, you know, and I was leafing through it and stuff like that. And I was trying to pronounce pronounce some of these keys that guys, you know, what is it, the Nokian keys, you know, John D's the Nokian keys. And right, like, yeah, I'm familiar yeah, with and, yeah, and his cat attacked him, you know, or attacked his wife. And I said, you know, well... There are forces behind it that you can't comprehend. Mm. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Uh, that is what. Don't cut them off. All right, until the next time. Oh, okay, good, good. Um, what was I gonna ask next? 
You're going out for a cigarette? Yeah, I'm just going to run out real quick. I'll be right back, though. But Okay, all I right. I told the next guy not to. And if he calls us, the next guy just hit red. All right, cool. So now, um, what uh, what type of your screenplays? Is it all horror? No, I write every genre basically except animation. Okay. And so, and I, I said I wasn't going to write a romantic comedy either. I said, you know, I just it's played out, and I did write one uh, <laughs> that came from a Faye Simon's book. I adapted into a screenplay, and I actually turned out pretty good because I was just nice. going, I just don't want to approach that, you know, that uh, any type of I love you, I love you, You're right. too, baby. we. We were yeah, talking about those that. earlier, like Adam Sandler is just, that's all he does is oh, like yeah. the rom-com thing. He's, yeah. it gets worse and worse with it every year, too. Yeah. And he looks like his face got run over by a dump truck, but, you know, everybody's <laughs> supposed to love him, and, and yeah, and I'm just going, he's just smarmy. Oh, uh, yeah, he just sucks. He had like one yeah. or two good movies, like I liked Happy Gilmore and that yeah, was it. Yeah, Happy like, Gilmore. Billy Madison, yeah. Billy Madison, Billy Madison. yeah. I, I'm a little bit more forgiving. Little I Nikki. like I, I like Little Nicky, <laughs> I like Waterboy is my favorite Adam Sandler movie. And yeah, I can deal with Waterboy and Mr. Deeds. Like the vomit, he's just swirling around the toilet now. <laughs> how does he how does he get these things made? You know, and I'm sitting on, you know, excellent scripts, you know, uh, thanks to God, and I'm going with the you know, it's not of myself, but I'm just going, you know, I think they're pretty good scripts mm, right. and pretty powerful. And they've got some heads turned, you know, but nobody wants to make the the first pull. You know, it's yeah. like a tug of war and, you know, it's like, no, nah, somebody's got to make the first pull and then everybody jumps on. You know, and I was like, what else I got to do to prove myself in this industry? But I've had, you know, pretty good success for being an unknown and got good things placed right now uh, with some good guys I'm hoping turns into... You know some some banknotes, and hey, everybody that hasn't paid me out there, banknotes. Right. <laughs> what uh now now the uh, the scripts you write uh, are they influenced with all the the shit that you've experienced throughout your life? Oh yeah, yeah. Experience is by far the greatest teacher. Right. And, you know, because I, I and some people can nail it. They're good visualizing stuff, and they read, you know, horrific things that happen. They can really master the wordsmith stuff into a script and they're great but actually being there uh yeah you actually it grains gives you a different kind of concept how characters think and i think I, I, that's why i style the scripts a little differently than anything that's out there because i'm going i'm not just guessing this is what happened or how this person would have reacted in this situation a lot of the situations i've seen you know i've been the observer going that's how somebody reacts in this situation and and so it really catered to the writing. In the beginning, it was too raw. Right. And that's my biggest friction was, you know, oh, man, it's getting graphic. Why does this have to be in there, you know? And just going, well, I just wanted to shock people and show them that when they find out that it's really peeled from a piece of your life and they don't even know it when you tell them that or I got this out of a dream and they go, yeah, it was great talking to you, Brandon. I never right. want to talk to you again if you dream things like that. <laughs> and, and I'm just, and so I think they're they really come ahead and and you know I've written for Ron Perlman and oh wow nice got I got to suck my way back in yeah. that one some some sucking his butt. He <laughs> <laughs> asked you read a, you read a, a lot of occult books and stuff correct? Oh yeah that, yeah you have to go to certain levels and 
Oh, I'm sure. Did you did you ever read Dante's Inferno? Oh, I love Dante's Inferno. Uh, yeah, from a yeah from a yeah his levels of hell mm-hmm. and circles. And, I read that yeah. when I was just out of high school, and I loved it. And that's probably right around when I bought. I actually do own a copy of the Necronomicon, but I never read. I only read like a little bit of it. I just it sort of like fell off the wayside for me. Um, but yeah, that was that was something that really got me interested way early on. Was I love Dante's Inferno and I love the description yeah, of and, every layer of hell. So you know about the debate, you know whether it was the Mad Arab that did the Necronomicon or H.P. Lovecraft. And, yes, you can I, see a lot of his the big debate that still goes on in the oh, cult. Oh, absolutely. I, I I I've heard I've heard that several times before. It wasn't H.P. Lovecraft because I always thought it well, was just H.P. Well, he wrote the that that short story, the history of the Necronomicon. Yes. Oh, okay. And ap- apparently, in the the story, it goes uh, where the Mad Arab he gets he gets torn apart like in broad daylight in front of everybody right. by something unseen. Throw him in some cage. Yeah, they threw him in some cages, and, and I had he got ripped to pieces by some some dog summoned at a certain time. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's been a while since I've read that one. It's been 20-something years. But yeah, he has all the, you know, the things that are supposed to be under the ground in Tupelo. Yeah. And... Well, I have a question. This is concerning the occult. Like, it actually, I was, like, uh, watching a show about the Son of Sam murders, and apparently David Berkowitz had actually claimed that it wasn't, he wasn't acting alone, that he was part of a bigger cult what what's your uh what what's your opinion on that like uh i would think because now um now he's converted to christianity on the son of hope i think and i think he would have yeah he was uh so i think he'd be more truthful what he's saying now which i really haven't got into but i know at that time i think he was you know watching the movie and and studying stuff like that i think he was schizophrenic definitely if, if not borderline, you know, dissociative cognitive disorder, that whatever they call what the personalities today. Right. But yeah, I think he and he was, I, and I do totally believe that there's, you know, he had demonic uh, influence to warp him that bad. Yeah. Definitely had. He was dabbling in something. And then it's just weird and, that he, to me, that he got his his throat was when he after he had come out and said that his throat got cut in prison. Wow. Yeah, I never heard that. Wow, yeah, that yeah, he good. actually, I saw an interview with him, and he was showing, like, the scar. Like, he had actually survived getting his, like, throat slashed. Oh, uh, yeah, and Dahmer didn't make it so easily like <laughs> yeah, that. Right. <laughs> I think he got the, the, he got the, the broom dump. handle impaled up his, uh, his anus. I think, I think he went out bad. Uh, I think he, like, broom handled him and then caved his skull in with a dumbbell or something. Wow. Yeah, I was reading some article and, uh, about how, they, how the guy did it, that he was just, you know, still talking about, you know, eating people's kids and, and throwing in their face like he was this, you know, uh, superstar, <laughs> superstar serial killer. And, and the two guys, got, or one guy got tired of hearing, and he took them both out, the other guy and uh, Dahmer. Huh. Wow. You know what his favorite shampoo is, so. <laughs> What's that? Head and shoulders. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I finally got to use that joke after 30 years. <laughs> was it worth it? 
Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. That's awesome. Happened. Fuck yeah. Now, when what was your first project you you wrote? Uh, I, I I was doing ninety days that I had from the last crime I committed was in two thousand and seven, and I had to go in two thousand and eight, and I wrote uh, thirteen scripts. I just needed to write and write and stay away from the dummies because you go in there with a the short time, people they jack your time off. So you stay out of the 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 gambling and the, the you know twenty one and stuff like that because there's always fights breaking out. Just mind your own business. So I wrote thirteen mm. scripts and they were just wow, really geez. raw because I was channeling all that you know stuff from all that years just pent up frustration and yeah and and you know a crappy childhood and I was just going you know in the gangs and all that stuff and the innocent people that I saw you know hurt by senseless street violence and so I wrote it just really raw so they, people weren't ready at, at that time wow. and now you got films getting scripts being sold that are big spec sales uh, you know going for you know six figures and hitting the hit list and the Brit list and the blacklist that are very gory and violent like I think mm. now my stuff's starting to filter in so yeah, the, the first things I wrote were <clears throat> much more original. Like, I wasn't trying to read the screenwriting books. I was just trying to follow Tarantino and Stuart Beatty and screenwriters right. like that online and read their scripts. And then you gotta, you got to find out there is a structure, but you got to find out how to break that structure because, you know, once it's paint by numbers, the audience is going to see it coming a mile away and you got to keep them twisted and turned. Yeah. You know, you think it's going to go this way, I'm going to take it this way. You know, do you think this character is going to make it out? He's going to die. Wow. The great example I've ever seen of that was uh, Kevin Smith's uh, Red State, where that was like his whole main purpose of that film was just My how God. more ridiculous can I make this? Like even talking <laughs> about it, like write a page, yes. or, like what's the one thing Michael you're not going to expect? In that, yeah, yeah, great actor. And mm. yeah, and you got to keep it just rolling. And mm. Tarantino, it's, it's you know, like... Yeah, Red Strait was good at that. Michael Parks in that. He's a great actor. And John Goodman was in that. Really? Yeah. Yo, yeah. He could play dark shit. I saw him in um, History of Violence, I think it was. And he was amazing in that, John Goodman. And those are the ones that stand out. It's movies like mm. that, you know, History of Violence, you know, American History X. It, yeah. Like you see some guy's choppers on the, on the sidewalk about, you know, and they would do that in prison, but on the metal sinks. Oh, nice. You know, somebody incorporated that into that. And you're just going, you can feel it in your teeth. You know, you visualize that scene, yeah. you feel your teeth scraping on that concrete. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's visceral like, writing. Fucks you up. That, like, it, it makes you feel weird just for seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, you're sitting there, everybody's rubbing their gums in the movie theater, you know. Oh, my teeth going to fall out tonight. You, know? <laughs> right. you ain't got no teeth. You got dentures. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your favorite Tarantino movie? Uh, it was probably the one that I hated in the beginning, Pulp Fiction. Uh, when I first watched, I think it came out in 1994. Actually, yeah. the first one that he actually didn't he wrote, but he didn't direct it was Natural Born Killers. Yes. It was just so off the wall. Yeah, you know, was... Oliver Stone did it, but yeah. they kind of booted him down to a story credit. But actually, Oliver Stone did Tarantino better than Tarantino. Right? <laughs> you know, he hated that film too, Tarantino, for the longest time. Yeah, and I'm going. It's, he just did what Tarantino was trying, wanted to do, yeah. but he did it. Yeah, 
Yup. And but Pulp Fiction, it, when I first watched it, I think in ninety four, ninety five, came out on video. You know, that's when they had the old VHS. And, yeah. and I was just like, "What in the hell am I watching?" Right? Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. definitely does yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know what? Where is this going? Yeah. You know, like it's like I thought somebody just had taken thrown somebody a video camera to go shoot something today you know whatever comes out comes out you know what's funny and funny about that so is... then you start hearing people quote the dialogue you know oh. and the royale with cheese yeah, and yeah. you know <laughs> the, tasty the birth burger. of Ezekiel tasty from the beverage. bible that's not even in the bible yeah exactly you know, that was not even in the bible yeah. And, and so, you know, you start seeing the characters, and when you're studying screenwriting, they're breaking down why that was such a, you know, a magnum opus yeah. of of uh, creation filmmaking, you mm -hmm. know, and then you respect it finally. You know, it's like, you know, the guy, you're the guy that hates to taste cheese, and all of a sudden it becomes your favorite food. You know, you're going, oh, now I see the artistic genius in it. Mm -hmm. And I like yeah, that he made John Travolta look not gay. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah, he got that out of fucking Travolta. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, you, you want to yeah, know? He's like funny? a great. He, he's a great Jesus to to people's careers that are failing. Like yes. he resurrects dog actors and brings them back. And what were you saying, Mike? I'm sorry. It's funny about the Pulp Fiction. But when that came out in ninety four, ninety five, I was like fifteen. Wow. And. uh the the best part about that was I had seen Reservoir Dogs. Oh, that was and great! At, at that point in time, and I'm like, yeah, this looks like it could be good, you know. And and supposedly there's there was always a theory where like a lot of his older films were all linked together. Right. Yes! The Vega yeah. Brothers. Yeah. One of the Vega yeah. Brothers was in Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Yeah. And supposedly something about the briefcase oh. in Reservoir Dogs is similar to the briefcase. In Pulp Fiction or really? something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's supposedly the briefcase. You know when he opens it and you see the light on his face. Yes. It's allegedly uh, what was the guy? Ding Rames played him. I forgot his name. Yes. But uh, it's allegedly his soul in the case. Yes. Oh, really? yeah. That I did not hear. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, his soul. Because the book, I, the book came out after the movie. Somebody else wrote, you know, Tarantino still got uh, a title on it, and it was like going into the little things that you're when you watch the movie. Going, is it a piece of gold in there growing on his face? Yeah. Or, and then it's like, no, it's his soul. And then uh, the character that had the the Band-Aid on the back of his head or the... Yes. Uh, the devil, one right? One of the brothers. Yeah, and it's supposed to be that it was it was ripped, his soul uh, was pulled out of that and... or Man, what's his name? Um, they're being Reigns played. Yes. Oh, Marcellus Wallace. Marcellus Wallace, yes. yes. Yeah, and that Band-Aid was when his soul was ripped out of him and I was like... Now, he probably yeah. thought of these things later. I don't know. Tarantino's pretty... His mind's a labyrinth, but... Yeah. You're sitting there going, well, that is neat. And you never say it in the movie. You know, you never mm. say those things in the movie. And it's like, it was, a, it was a giant hunt for people to be like, what is this? What is the meaning of this scene? And, yeah. So I wanted to ask you, um, you said that you write all different genres. Like, what's your favorite genre to write? Horrors is the favorite. I find it the easiest because it's, you know, I'm well acquainted with it. And I mean, I dream vampires and demons right. and ghosts and you know that's yeah. the stuff i dream those aren't nightmares to me you know <laughs> you know <laughs> nightmare different. is sitting in the park feeding some ducks <laughs> you know that's <laughs> a nightmare and 
because I, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm lucid dreaming. I know I'm dreaming, so I'm going, you know, I'm able to actually create things in my dream, like in this story. So I know if I'm getting chased by a zombie, I'm going to reach in this cabinet, and there's going to be a double-layer shotgun in there. Or a chainsaw. You know, yeah. I'm going to get these suckers, you know, and so I'm able to, to pull it. Sometimes it doesn't work like that. <laughs> like, in your mind's going, no, I got something else in that cabinet for you, you know. It's a big 200-pound you know, guy that just wants to rip your throat out. And I'm like, oh, that kid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, so I, the horrors, and then it's, I guess, being bipolar, I, I have both spectrums, and wow. comedy is my other favorite. Okay. And, but there's just not so much you can do with comedy. Yeah. It, it's, mm. you know, the jokes today is changing. We're ending the generation gap for me yeah. where it's going. I just it's don't def- find that funny. Yeah. yeah, dude. You're like right. the new style of comedy is just so. I mean, and anything goes. Yeah, anything yeah. goes. You got you know Will Ferrells and and Get Hard falling into a guy's penis, and you're just going, "Wow, as close as you got that." You know, twenty years ago was American Pie. You know, molesting an apple pie. <laughs> you know, it's well, like but now anything goes. They actually show the penis and yeah. show the lips hitting it. <laughs> You know, slow. <laughs> yeah. Well, comedy has changed so much. Oh. It's like, you know, it used to be where action movies were all R-rated and comedies were all PG and PG-13. Yeah. Now it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah violence is fine. And I like, you know, I like a good turd joke and a good ball joke every day, as long as it's done, you know, not to, where it's just out of left field where you're just going, nah, you're just saying to try to say something. Just to be shocked, you know? yeah, just to get a laugh or a reaction. Yeah, I watched the wedding uh, ring the other day, and here it is, the peanut butter on the on the, on the the on his penis, and the oh, dog's geez. just, you know, and I'm just going, man, 20 years ago, they would have burned the movie theater down if they played that. And, you know, it's like, no, no, it's... No, that's cool. That's status quo now. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you know, and then twenty years before that, it was you know, Blazing Saddles, and they were dropping the end bomb left. Yeah. Right, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's one big rotation, and you know, just like bikes come around, and I, it's now it's going to be what do we expect from the new generations? You know, my daughter's generation, like. Lord, don't let them have kids. Like I know, right? They're going to be like, you know, the people under the hill. You know, it's going to be like they don't even know what daylight is. They sit in their rooms with computers. They're going to have the Oculus, you know, Google on, and they're never going to even know reality anymore. Dude, it's going to be crazy, like. Brandon, listen, uh, we got to let you go, but this was great, man. Like, this just this is amazing. Great chemistry in the room here, and it's just fucking amazing. We'll definitely have to talk to you again. I do want to say what's funny is uh, we had talked to a guy who was uh, like a medium earlier who contacts the spirit, and we just turned it into like a whole joke. When you started talking about the occult, everybody in the room is like all into it. Like, yeah, yeah. We like this is this is real. This yeah. is serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's it cool, is, man. man. Um, the occult's the kind of the well, yeah, side I, of that whole I, I, I had studied when I was younger. I was into more of like the white magic stuff, but I had looked into like black magic and stuff like that too, so...
Wow. Although yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, more they, skeptical now. Yeah, you, but... you spared yourself some uh, heartache. There. Yeah, <laughs> you would have heard. Well, here's the difference. Here's the difference: is the guy before you was just a scam artist. You're <laughs> right. somebody that actually yeah, you've been through it, bro. Are proactive in it. And yeah. You're knowledgeable about it. Yeah, I'm not it. trying to sell snake waters or oils. I'm just you know talk to this, Tom. Yeah, what this, what this guy had is like an like a box. It was like a, a radio, box. and he could communicate to the dead. He said it was like Thomas Edison created. <laughs> This this phone that can oh, communicate with the dead. Oh, I've heard of things. You know, they they yeah. strum a little something. Yeah, and yeah, it's like it's supposed to be an electrical vibration. It changes yeah. something. It just sounds like yeah. he was picking yeah. up like stray radio singles. Like, <laughs> like I was watching a video and somebody said good morning, and he's like, got this whole group of people like circling around him, and he's like, did you hear that? They said good morning. That means something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was silly, but but yeah, we're gonna let Dude. you go, man. Why don't you let uh, everybody know where they can find your stuff, and we're gonna have to do this again because yeah. this is great. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at uh, one Brandon Wise. It's W Y S E. I got the strange spelling there. No, thanks, Dad. And uh, BrandonWise.com the, is my website. W Y S E. You can get to see there the cover art, some synopsis. And hit me up. I'll be there. You know, communicate with anybody. I, you know, I love meeting new people and and talking films and and bizarre stuff like the occult. You know, just cool, dude. And. Thank and, you yeah, so appreciate much. it, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for connecting you. with us, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay, uh, I'll keep wa- uh, listening to your show, watching it. Yeah, watch awesome. listen. Watch right, and listen. Brother. You can do both. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great one. Okay, guys. Have take, a good one. Take care, right, brother. Bye. You too. Bye. And that is a wrap, and that was one hell of a show. Yeah, we're the best. Fuck you, no filter, Paul. Fuck you. <laughs> Try to do that. Open Try to do that. that. Open it. Open it. Open it. Fuck you, you no, douchebag. Let's play an Opie and Anthony clip. You might know me from the Opie and Anthony show. I'm not banned 15 years ago. They don't like me. Opie and Anthony. Oi, I no filter, Paul. No fuck, Paul. No, can't find your dick, Paul. No I can't find up. me dick. <laughs> and I've got me thumb stuck in the asshole. Get it? Bring us out. Bring us out, no filter, yeah, Paul. Yeah, play us out, no filter, Paul. Thanks for listening to Robin Slim Show. No filter, Paul sucks. Yes, you do. All right, see you guys next week. Love you, Chief. Chief is the Chief best. Thank you, everybody that checked us out tonight. Yes, thank you. Even very much. the 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 bike pump, the triple action pump guy. He's like, I'm watching. He understood. I'm like, right. dude, we haven't even cracked the surface with this guy. Like, I'll reschedule. He was a Brandon was amazing. And that was really so was. cool. Like, yeah. he was a really great guy Yo, to I, listen I, to. Yeah. I felt bad when I asked him like if he had killed somebody, but it was like oh. one of those things. Like, I know everybody's thinking it, and I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah. I have to ask. I felt bad asking the other guy to cancel, and he's like, dude, I understand. This is great. I know I'm cool. watching. Oh, he was listening. Awesome. That's yeah. Sick. All right. I'm like, dude, I have to cancel. Right. Like, See you guys next week. <laughs>